apologize in advance for this episode if it's bad we don't know how it's gonna go because this is actually the very first time we're professional uh what is it 35 no this is 36 this is episode 36 um that we're this is the first time we're recording during the day and before noon we're recording which Mm. is fucking oh my god it's crazy and i've been up since i've been up for over 12 hours now Mm -hmm. straight I didn't sleep because I was fucking working, you know? <laughs> but um also, not only recording during the day, uh, we're also recording without Manda, which I don't know how that's I don't know how that's gonna go. That extra element it does help the research and the pulling up the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's so very I have to true. Really be in my bag this episode. Yeah, my we phone's both. dead because usually I do some too. Like mm-hmm. when Meta's looking up something else, because we're talking about three things at the right. same time sometimes. But you can't uh, use this charger. Oh yeah, yeah. But yes, Amanda's not here. She is currently uh, bringing in money for this family, bringing in the dough that allows me to be able to sit here and record and record a podcast. Yeah, my wife believes in me, and I love her. Shout out! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's she give a shout out us. to Amanda right now. Yeah, because she she's not here us. right now, but she will listen to this. Yes. And uh, she believes in this, honestly. She's very uh, invested in it. I've never seen her excited about something creative like this. It's very cool. Yeah. Because, I mean, she it's has, cool. like, ideas and stuff. Yeah, it's cool for me because I get to do it with you guys. Yeah. You know I mean, it's not like right. I'm, like, I think I told you before, like, I'm not going to a producer. You know right. what I mean? Like, hey, I'm going to do a podcast. And I would have to do it by myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I could do that, but it's like, that would get very boring, I feel like, after yeah. a while. Yeah. Like, I would have to, it would get to the point where I have to have guests. But anyways, shout out to Amanda. I know. You're listening to this. Thank you, fucking a million. I don't. Yeah, it, it, sure. I don't think she's just part of the process because I know a lot of people probably don't hear, like when she like says uh, things sometimes, and that's why I'm trying to have her on like maybe every other episode. Yeah, for sure. Because she's just as involved, yeah. and maybe people don't realize that. But by I actually now, enjoy listening to her talk, even though I hear her talk all the time. <laughs> it it yeah. normally gets on my nerves. Yeah, I actually yeah. Like to hear her like. <laughs> Get her like creative thoughts down. Yeah, 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 it's cool because I kind of this is gonna, I'm it's not like sad or anything, but it's gonna sound sad. But I didn't grow up with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like through my whole teenage years. Yeah, basically. And uh, uh, now she's you know you guys moved back here mm-hmm. 2018, and now it's like we kind of I don't even say rekindled. It's just kind of like yeah. it just kind of like didn't even miss she's a, a step. Different, she's a mom now. I think that also helps. She's a mother, so mm-hmm. now she's like, she talks about you and Chris all the time. She's very mm-hmm. older sister, like, but wow. so now being here, I think relieves some of that. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Very, Shout out to Menda. Yeah, and uh, I was going to say something else, but I smoked right before this, so I <laughs> you could we could easily just go into a. <laughs> I also just heard I heard Doctor Drew. And I, and I looked it up because I don't just listen to people from podcasts. So <laughs> I went and researched yeah. stuff from like Harvard. Sometimes it's really cool to like, read. Yeah. So I go, it's called, if you guys want to know, if you ever like looking up to look up something, go to scholars.google.com. And that way it brings up the same exact search bar, but when you search for things, it brings up peer-reviewed scientific journals and articles. Oh. 
So you go to scholars.google and they say that. that uh I just be high as fucking just be just searching <laughs> shit. But no, I do that too, but I often like if it's something serious like something mm. with COVID, oh, I yeah, will yeah, yeah. I will do scholars.google. That's probably really good. So uh they were saying that people who have COVID are having really bad like short-term memory issues. And I said I You're smoke like, a lot. <laughs> I already smoke all the time, so that's not good. But yeah. that, now I'm starting to see people that you are favorite podcasters who you see have had COVID. You're like, uh, you're like that thing, that thing. And now I'm like the phenomenon you were talking damn. about. I saw Tom do it. Damn. I saw Bert is Bert. I, mean, I saw Akash <laughs> do it. He's doing it way yeah. more than he. I remember Akash used to be very like. He's very on it. But on it since COVID. I, I've noticed that too. His Especially energy is not even all the way like at a I did notice that too. I I don't want to talk about other podcasts. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but we're fans. Yeah. This this is why any I think we should start saying we I think we mentioned that before. Like anybody who's doing the podcast now is because you're a fan of a podcast. Not because you want to talk. Mm-hmm. It's because like that's Joe Rogan and those guys. Like they don't have like any real like reason to be a podcast. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't until like themed like we do like cinema like cinema yeah and music i try to make it my own yeah. yeah you see what i'm saying so there's barely anybody who does podcasts now don't lie to yourself you like another podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah now when we get big yeah we're not fucking talking about nobody else fuck y'all but for now <laughs> but for now it's like we're still doing our own I'm thing still, i'm still i'm still you're a super fan i still yeah. watch them every tuesday i still watch here's i still watch every you still listen to mallory bros Every Friday, shout out to them. Which now I really, there's gonna be, they'll definitely be on. Like that, I'm not even like gonna say maybe they can be on. We're gonna try to like they'll again with the East Coast Hub idea that opens up a whole new guest. And with Mallory Boat, like literally DC, like that's so, like I feel like you already know them in a way. You know what I mean? Like there's, it's almost like secured that I'll be a great translator. (laughs) (laughs) But uh. It'll be cool having them on because I know they're into movies. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope to have them on. That would be, I guess, that'll be a goal in twenty twenty two. Like really try to go for those people I really want on that are actually able to. Like if I were, obviously I'm not gonna have like Quentin Tarantino on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean that'd be cool, but like that's not a goal of mine this year. You know what I mean? Like I want to have people like the Mallory Bros, like other people that are on my level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then. After a couple of years of doing this, then we'll be at like, I'll have a filmmaker on here. Or I'll have, you know, people that want to be on here. You know what I mean? Instead of like having to ask them, there will be people that are like, you know. And it's, and podcasting is a great excuse for networking. Like, hey, can I be on your pod and like see how your energy is, see how y'all vibe? Because mm-hmm. you, then you can have them for filmmaking in the future. Like yeah. have them as writers or cinematographers yeah. or anything like I, that. I would love to meet them because they are and literally they are filmmakers yeah. they went i to didn't f- know that about them yeah they went I thought to they film- were just like dc niggas who people liked <laughs> or like people like the dmv niggas like people just like the way that they talk to each other yeah they are i love that's probably my favorite podcast like even my spotify wrapped uh they're my number one but uh i'm surprised this one wasn't my number one you know what i mean or top five it wasn't even my top five this wasn't even listed we lit if people, you don't listen to yourself i don't listen to them because i listen to them when or, i edit. you know what it is i listen to them in the dropbox yeah, that's yeah, when I listen yeah. to them. That's what I told the man. I was like, he listens to the file, and I listen to him when I'm editing. So yeah, so I, I think Mendo's the only one that listens to them last, like when it's out. All of my, you can see all of mine. They're half played. I just skip through to see how it sounds. Mm-hmm. And that's how I tweak and mix for. That's how I knew to get Pro Tools because of those, you mm-hmm. know. But 
But um, what were we talking about? You're going to see Licorice Pizza this Saturday. Oh, we are. Yeah, we are now. Officially, yes. we are. You just got your uh, in on it. It is an early screening. An early screening. This, oh, people don't know. But we're going to see it on the 11th. Mm-hmm. And uh, it comes out on Christmas, so this is like crazy. We're gonna we're gonna see it before. I don't want to say before anyone, but you know what I mean. We're yeah. gonna see an early fucking screening. Yeah. Hey fans, we're gonna just let you know we're gonna be capping at the <laughs> fucking theater. So y'all need to go along with the thing for the promo. Like, yo, none of this really matters. Got into an early <laughs> screening. Like, yeah, these niggas got cat for us, please. Yes, please. Because <laughs> we're that's what that's we gotta be on. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Who don't do that? Like, we got to be like, I mean, that, yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, who doesn't? Isn't that what Instagram is for, Catherine? Yes. Like, like, no one's going to show, like, oh, I wasn't able to, you know what right. I mean? Nobody knows I wear Adidas sweatpants literally, <laughs> like, 90% of my life. Or the last episode, you weren't wearing a shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, nobody, nobody fucking knows that. But, but yeah, we're going to see Licorice Pizza, and I don't know how long I've been talking about it. Ever since it was announced. Jesus Christ, you've been talking about that. You know, oh, did it, oh, because we told you about what happened when me and Amanda went to the yeah. mall. We were out on a date and we were uh she I said I looked at the I saw the movie poster for Licorice Pizza and I didn't remember you talking about it. I said, yeah. Licorice Pizza, and, that's some shit Nate would go see. She said he's been talking about it for six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and like not even that, because I listened to an old episode today. Or last night, mm-hmm. I listened to an old episode and I mentioned Licorice Pizza. I was like, "Oh, it's the new Paul Thomas." Like I just found out about it. The new Paul Thomas Anderson movie, uh, Licorice Pizza, is also coming out. Like it wasn't even one of the first movies I mentioned. Mm-hmm. But I meant I was like, "Oh, and also PTA." You know what I mean? Right. But uh, and even I knew about it. Like real ones know. Like for people who are like into that, it wasn't even called Licorice Pizza. It was going to be called Soggy Bottom. But That's gross. And then it uh, changed to Licorice Pizza. And then uh, we found out that it was going to be, you know, Cooper Hoffman, you know, R.I.P. Philip Seymour Hoffman, oh. one of the goats. So who's real. Cooper Hoffman? His dad? His son. Dang. And he's like the star. I don't think he's the star. star. He's the co-star. Like, there's two main characters. Mm-hmm. At least that's what it's, like, marketed as. There's two main characters. And, uh... Uh, PTA, like I said, like I said a million times, he's returning to the seventies, returning to I forgot what val the valley. Mm-hmm. I, I there's a name of like a specific one in uh LA. But um Did you notice my naming of the last episode? The Paul Thomas Anderson Meeting. Meeting? The PTA meeting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, if Nate finds this, he's going to be pissed. But I was like, I don't think anybody noticed. I didn't notice. The PTA meeting. That's good. I had to throw my dad joke in there. Because it, it makes sense. I didn't sense. even notice it that. It makes sense because it's like they're a podcast. And it's so a PTA it's a meeting. meeting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fuck. That's good. I thought you would have noticed that. Never mind. Yeah. That's a good one, though. That, ah, fuck. That's <laughs> good. I'm just so shocked right now. Because they went a whole week without <laughs> Right. Money. Exactly. But, um... But yeah, PTA, I'm surprised, and I, listening back on the old, uh, last week's episode, um, I did a whole PTA episode essentially by myself, because yeah. we talked about Punch Drunk Love, but I went on about yeah. all of his movies by myself, mm-hmm. which I was like, damn, I can't believe I did. Like, that's some yeah. podcasting shit. Yeah. And so I impressed myself. It's only like, because you enjoy it, though. You didn't enjoy it. Yeah, it's not like I'm talking about fucking... I didn't come to you with a pie, like, let's talk about sports. Boo. <laughs> But that does get, you know, 
I can talk like now that I think I can talk sports, but not new. I can't talk new sports mm-hmm. for real. Like yeah. even football. You like lost it. I feel you used to be like Mr. I could talk about the 2011 New York Jets, <laughs> like for real. It's such a random <laughs> team. Like Mark Sanchez, Ladanian Tom, they had a squad. But anyways, I, there is an alternate universe where they won the Super Bowl that year, like for real. Like they were. S- so Everybody cool. says that about their football. Team. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody says like that. even I mean the New York Knicks, uh, 20, 2010, uh, Amari, Amari had time on the clock. Oh, shout out to the Suns too. They had eighteen in a row. Yeah, damn. Did they lose? They lost to the Warriors. Oh, the second time they played. The second them. time, yeah. But we beat the Warriors, and now we're tied with them. Yeah. But anyways. Um, 18 in a row that's good that's franchise record for y'all yeah, that's yeah. a fucking I think our old record was 14 yeah DB DB said he gonna step it up this year he's not playing yeah we're a squad I'm just glad we're not like one of those see we're talking sports. and the Cardinals yeah the Cardinals are even fucking like the Cardinals are really fucking good yeah like damn dude it makes me want to be a Cardinals fan but I'm like you already and the Seahawks suck once Russell, once Russ retires, you can be a Cardinals fan. Yeah, that's my goal. I was that's what I told my dad because he's like, be a Cardinals fan, be a Cardinals fan. I was like, no, I'm a Russell Wilson fan, really. Mm-hmm. Like they, he's the reason why I'm a Seahawks fan. Mm-hmm. But as once he leaves, I always joke like wherever Russell Wilson goes, I'll be a fan. Like which will be true, but like if he leaves the Seahawks, I'm a Cardinals fan. Yeah, because him on a Russell Wilson on a different team, I'm not. Yeah, you already know it's going to be like that's a different Russ. Yeah. So, but anyways, Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, we're gonna see Licorice Pizza. I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. This is getting a lot of hype. Um, even Oscar talk, which is pretty exciting because I mean, Phantom Thread, his last movie was nominated for an Oscar. Um, which that's a masterpiece too. Like if you haven't seen that, go check it out. But all his movies are I mean, go listen to the last episode, you'll find out what I how I feel. Yeah. But um Licorice Pizza, I'm super excited. I'm really excited because we get to see it early. Mm-hmm. And that means that knocks space out of the way on Christmas Day, and I get to go see Tragedy and Macbeth. That, but that also means that everybody who's there is a true fan. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I just showed you the yeah, the it's sold seat. Out. It's a pretty. Did much, I get like the last seat? Pretty much. You yeah. got the last seat in the main section, yeah. but the up like the front three rows, they still have some seats. But but even people were like, I need to get. Yeah, like, people they want to sit with their friends. So they're I think the closer we get, people are gonna be like. Like just buying those tickets, mm-hmm. but um, I'm super excited, um, to to watch it because this is, I'd say top three most anticipated movies. Um, Blue Bayou was my most anticipated because uh the Justin Chon, uh directed it. Yeah, and Blue Bayou was really great. That was uh I don't know if I said it on the podcast when I after I saw it, but I uh cried to that movie. It's actually very fucking touching, and I can't believe, like how. Oh yes, yes, you did. You talked about this movie in depth. Fucking, I uh, fucking Blue Bayou. I I was in the theater not by myself, but there was a couple. Oh, I did say this on the uh, podcast. Um, there was a couple behind me, and they were Asian too. Yes, I think yes. they were like supporting Asian filmmakers, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like one of those people, <laughs> but they yeah. They you were, should, as you should. Yeah, yeah, they were behind me, and uh, I think the showing was at like nine o'clock, maybe on like a Friday or Saturday, and we were the. It was me and the couple, the only three people in the theater, and I was like, "How are people not seeing this?" I don't know. It was crazy to me. So I watched it, and they sat like either a row behind me or two rows behind me, and 
I was fucking bawling at the end. Like, probably, I mean, it is the third movie I ever cried to, but, like, I fucking cried. It was a crazy ending. Anything with daughters, I cry. It's it's crazy. Anything with daughters, I fucking cry. And it gets, it gets real, too. Like, to the point where it's like, oh, I'm getting in trouble. Now I need to hit a lick real quick to have money for... The, for a lawyer you know what i mean like mm-hmm. shit like that it's it gets real you know what i mean like he does some real ass shit in this movie and like the whole it's it's one of those movies like his lady is holding him down you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's just it's so fucking good and but blue bayou uh i remember saying this in the last podcast was that uh uh the couple behind me in like the middle of the movie i just heard it was like a quiet moment and then i heard the girl whisper to her boyfriend was like <laughs> and I was you start crying even harder and I was just like, like it really, it really is. is it really fucking is it's Blue Bayou is so good and it's very it just went super under the radar I just remember it premiered at Cannes Film Festival and people were like oh this might win an Oscar like this is Oscar worthy which it is but I don't think it's gonna get noticed like that for real. I think I think during this podcast I'm going I'm starting to realize that movies are just as much like music as far as like how we will view them for the rest of history now. Yeah. Because of the coronavirus, one, now you have more direct-to-consumer movies, where before that was like a stigma, like, oh, direct-to-DVD. Now mm-hmm. it's kind of like the push for most filmmakers. Yeah, it's like, please assume. come to like, DVD. Like, yeah, or like, please get it on Amazon, or please get it. Like, I don't fucking care. Like, do yeah. whatever you have to do. Yeah, because now it's like that popcorn culture, whatever people say. Like, people need it. Yeah, you know I mean, people, if you're not, I mean, it's hard because like Drake is doing it for like over 10 years, but it's like one of those things where it's like if you come out in theaters and then you wait like six months mm-hmm. to come out on Blu-ray, like unless, unless you're an OG, you know, even OGs are doing that in the film industry, yeah. but it's not like working the way it used to. Like mm-hmm. you need to put your shit on DVD, Blu-ray yeah. Yeah, and shit like that. Yeah. Because and Blu-rays now are like, like we said, like they're. I have to go. You have to like like the movie. I want to see the mm-hmm. behind the scenes, like, mm-hmm. and that's really why I started buying them. Is because like I'm literally buying movies. Like I think I said this to you. Like I'm like I a part uh doomsday prep doomsday prepper. Mm-hmm. So like it's a part of the reason why I buy Blu-rays is because I can have them. Yes. And then um, another reason another reason is because I want to show them to my kids. Yes. And then another reason is because you get those special features. That's yes. the point of a Blu-ray. You get the commentary from either the director or the writer or whoever mm-hmm. or the producer. So, or sometimes it's all three of them or all four of them. But um, I had to sell all of my Blu-rays because we were broke at one point. And I, mm-hmm. I had to sell them all at Zia's. I know a couple of those I got like I did that twenty five dollars. I was like, that means that movie was like you can't find that shit anywhere. I did that a couple of times where I I had a a movie collection. And I just got rid of it because I was just like I need quick money. Mm-hmm. But that uh, shit hurts. Yeah, I'm just like fuck because there's even all that movies, shit back up. There's movies that I I was like I used to have that on Blu-ray and I get used mad to have it. because when you look on Amazon, it's like not on there. There's it's a lot not of movies on there. There's so many movies we had like that. Yeah, and there's movies I have that's like. It's either on only on DVD, like they didn't even make a Blu-ray of it. Yeah. Or I have to like really dig, like I have to go to Zia or mm-hmm. go on, sometimes go on fucking eBay. Ooh. 
you, once you start searching on eBay, that's how you know you really want something. Yeah, it's like I need this. Fucking I feel like movie. that's bottom. Like this sucks to say that because eBay really started the online shopping. I got so much stuff from eBay in the past, mm-hmm. but once I got my credit card information stolen one time, I was just like, nah. yeah. I, that's what, that's why I'm iffy about eBay is because it there's a lot of like scamming yeah. on it. And I know I, they sell drugs on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I know they do. And so, but what I do is like search for certain like. Blu-rays that are foreign, like foreign movies is really why I go on it is because at Zia, they don't really have a big foreign selection, mm-hmm. which I, I know there's a video store, you know, up where Angelo lives. I don't want to give like an area. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. there's a video store that he, it's like not even like a blockbuster. You know what I mean? It's, it's like one a, of those, like, it looks like it sell porno. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you can't have one see of those inside, from. but it's like DVDs. It's like mm-hmm. new releases and shit. And I want to go in there to see like what they have in there. I wonder if they have a section for, like, foreign movies, that'd be so fucking sick. Because, like, I'm tired of, like... I mean, thank God for Criterion, because Mm -hmm. that, through the pandemic, Criterion Channel saved my life, dude. I would not be satisfied with all the... of, like, just new movies, like, just Netflix, and then HBO Max wasn't a thing yet. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know what I mean? Like... They're pumping it up, too, though, HBO Max. mm -hmm. Dude, now, that's what I want to say on the podcast, too, is that... Now HBO Max is my favorite streaming yeah. service. Good. You, I saw you sprint like clicking through the TCM. I was like, he's gonna be here for at least two months, three months. Yeah, I fucking I. That's kind of where I watch a lot of my movies. And it's either yeah. literally Criterion Channel, Netflix, or HBO Max. I don't think I've clicked any other app other than Disney Plus, obviously, because mm-hmm. we have children. Disney Plus, and I'm a Marvel head and mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, between Disney Plus and HBO, like people have been going around saying like. Oh, you spend as much on apps as you do on cable. I'm like, you got too many fucking apps. Why do you need that many? You don't watch all that shit. Yeah, that's why I just get like Apple TV or get Amazon. You have everything. You know what I mean? And that's like $8 a month or some shit like that. You like, have- we have four because I think we get HBO Max and Amazon from you guys and we pay for Disney Plus. And Netflix, yeah. Yeah. I don't think you pay for Netflix. I think you're on someone else's we're, Netflix. No, we're on T-Mobile. T-Mobile just oh, kind of just like does. does you that have that thing. plan? Yeah. I used to have that for NFL Network. Mm-hmm. And I, I would be watching the games on my phone and shit. I'm pretty sure I have an ESPN Plus, but I don't know if I set it up correctly. Uh, Which Disney Plus are you on? Yours? Yeah. Your own? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I have the bundle and I have the Hulu, and uh, that's why. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have yeah. the Hulu and ESPN Plus, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll be watching Monday Night Football. That's why I'm glad I finally. You know, my mother is very. Uh, she, you know, she's a government worker. And yeah, she's, yeah. Uh, she does stuff where she's like very like weary of the internet. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. So she's like she's very like yeah. paranoid about. You it. saw it. You yeah, said yeah. it when she sends packages. She never puts our name. The Shelton. And then it comes from. <laughs> This Shelton, and then it goes to that Shelton. Not mm-hmm. <laughs> like if we know what that means. And it's but just like, like why? Never. You know a full, I'm like, ma, it is 2021. <laughs> if somebody wants your shit, they gonna get it. Yeah, it they, don't matter if you got a whatever. They, She's like, well, I'm not gonna give you. She don't even have Cash App. She doesn't know what Quick Pay is. She doesn't know what Zelle is. Yeah, it took a while to convince my dad and my mom. Your to, dad, I see. They're yeah, he, liking he, that. He doesn't trust banks either. He doesn't do Face ID. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? He's just like, no. He's like, no, I'll put in my pin. I don't give a fuck. And I'm just like, all right, dude. I'm like, yeah, just waste time all the time. <laughs> waste a sec. That adds up. Those seconds add up, yeah. dude. You're wasting an hour of your life every day. He's like, I don't want them looking at me kind of thing. I used to be, like, when I first got my phone that could face up, remember I didn't used to do it. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, But then you're like, oh, this shit is sick when you yeah. first start doing it. And now I don't even know half of my passwords. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate that. That's what makes me forget my passwords. Is that like sometimes they'll do the make the password for you and it's this weird like STWX7B. Yes. You don't have that thing we told you to get. One password thing? Yeah, no. or anything like that. No. You sh- it's all in my head. For now, <laughs> it's because you once you get like and your I own, use like the same, you know. Yeah, you might have to bleep that. Exactly, <laughs> I was about to say because if they knew, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how bad it is. Yeah, you have like <laughs> two things logged in. It is. That's how bad it is. I know it by heart. I was. I remember I said, I was like, that's a terrible password. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been using that password since, like, how since uh those videos came out you know yeah, yeah 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 like yeah. Glitter, i don't know why i chose that either but it's just been a thing <laughs> that's enough clues we were giving somebody all these clues yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it comes from something but uh anyways uh what i watched uh this week or the past week and a half or whatever i'm gonna start getting into that and then this episode is actually sorry how far are we we're, not, we're only 24 25. okay I was like, damn, we're probably like 45 minutes. <laughs> no. But, uh, um, we're doing fine. This episode is going to be our Christmas, li- like our Christmas episode, but it's what we're going to be doing is talking about our, my top five Christmas movies and top five, top five. And Rob's top five, uh, Christmas movies and, uh, just discuss them and just give out a list, uh, shameless, you know, not the best ones, just our favorite ones that mm-hmm. make us, feel good you're or getting in the christmas spirit yeah giving the vibe and so yeah it'll be it'll be no well nice. no well, no <laughs> and, well. And we also will do like honorable mentions and you know it's it's the holidays we're open-minded we're willing to give die hard you know it's argument we're willing to give eyes wide shut it's argument we will talk about it we're yes. not going to be like no it's not fucking yes you know what i mean we have said no and yes before mm-hmm. but i'll accept it you know what i mean die after hard. seeing it yesterday during december i said <laughs> Oh, Nate's kind of losing this one yeah, right yeah. now, dude. <laughs> Every I time like, I think about it, I was like, I see why people do it. Because it's like, it, it really, and like, same with like Lethal Weapon. Exactly. You know what I mean, like, it, mm-hmm. it has the same thing. That's what I saw yesterday. Not Die Hard. You saw and Lethal my, Weapon? They had, the thing in my head, they're the same thing. They're like the same thing. Yeah. But I saw Lethal Weapon yesterday, and that made That's it even more of a, that was a Christmas movie. Yeah. Die Hard, I can no. Die Hard is still on the. It's on the. It's die it's Hard on the, literally is on the teeter, and I feel like that's why it's such a popular argument because yeah. it's literally split down the middle of like action movie or uh, same exact thing with Lethal Weapon. Or you what see it, Mel Gibson's butt cheeks, and what, then you see them like making gingerbread cookies. Yeah, every time I see a guy's butt in a movie, I have the, I have the instant habit of saying man butt. Look, <laughs> Every single time, like even if it's just a little peek, I'm just like, man. But like, I have the I have the natural homophobic inclination to put my head down. I'll be like, oh, I'm like, damn, why they gonna? And I was at the barber shop. I'm like, I'm definitely putting my head down, yeah, bro. I ain't about to sit here. Like, looking, turn my chair. Around. I ain't about to, ain't about to sit here looking no man. But no, nothing against homosexuals. It's just I'm not homosexual. Yeah, and now man, but make me a little man. But man, but is not. Ugh, it's a monstrosity, man. Yeah, it's gross. You know what I mean? I'm, my a, butt is gross. You know what I mean? It's a battlefield down there, it's like, dude. It's like, even like having sex with a girl, it's like, don't look at me naked. Don't even put your hands on my <laughs> butt. 
Man, like, we talked about this me. with Angelo. Remember, like, bro, like, come on, G. Yeah, the last time I hooked up with a girl, I got up and I heard a giggle. And I was like, she saw my butt. And I was like, fuck. I didn't she get, giggled? Like, that's, oh, it was man, like a that's small, rough. like, rough. But it was like because we had to run because people were knocking on the door. Oh, yes. That's why she was giggling. And it's fun. It's kind of fun. <laughs> it's like a little. And I'm not going to get into it. But, anyways, yeah. this is our Christmas episode. This is our Christmas episode. We're going to talk about top five movies. But first, I want to talk about what I watched this week. What did I watch this week? You watched? What's the f- like, most recent? Probably. I always forget keep going how down. you get to the fucking. Did I go down from there? Um, What movies does it stay? Detour, The Hidden Fortress, Yojimbo. You were on a uh, Japanese run, the old <laughs> Japanese. Go down, to, like, way more? What does that say up there? Oh, I like the... Oh, yeah, I rewatched The Children Jones. Are Watching Us? Yeah. 1944, Jesus. Yeah, that's a Italian movie. That Italian. has crackling sound, doesn't it? I have a good sound bar. And cri- it was on Criterion Channel, so they, oh, they remastered, remastered it. it. Yeah. Maybe I'll start watching those old movies on Criterion. Yeah. I'll give them a chance then. Yeah, and it's funny you say that because I watched Detour on Amazon. And Detour, i never seen it before. Yeah. And it, I watched it on Amazon, and it was colored, a colored movie. And the colors just looked weird. Like, they were coming in and out. Like, the green was getting yeah. brighter and uh-huh. then dimmer, brighter, mm-hmm. and then, you know, desaturated. Yeah. And I was just like, why is this like a stylistic choice? Because it's cool. It looks cool. But then I was like, no, this is isn't. It distracting. Yeah, it gets starting to get yeah. distracting. I was like, this isn't, this isn't stylistic. This is fucked up. You see why? That's, so that's kind of how I see old movies from back. Like when I used to like stay up past one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of how I see. They had that, that kind of like style. And that's what it always threw me off. It was like, I can't get past like. Yeah. And so I go on Criterion because I find out. I was like, I can't watch this. So I look up like, what else is it on? Or is there different versions? And I find out it's a black and white movie. And I was like, and it's on Criterion. So I go on Criterion and watch it. It's in black and white. Looks amazing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, now I can really watch this. And so Detour, a pretty crazy movie. It's It's a pretty fucking wild ride because it's about this guy who is kind of has anger issues. And he... Lives in New York City with his girl, and his girl is a singer, like a, you know those, like, cafe, those lounge singers? Yes, yes. And, uh, oh, yeah, there's a spoiler in it. Like, oh, no, 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 like that kind of lounge <laughs> singer? Uh, kind of sings like the piano, like jazz, like little, like, like, like Aretha Franklin type shit, you know what I mean? Like the right. Frank Sinatra shit, like just vocal shit, but anyways, um, this dude, his girlfriend is, like, moving to L.A., and she's like, I'm going to, you know, take my shot, you know, try to be a singer there, be a performer there or whatever. And uh, he was just like mad. He was like, oh, you're just going to fucking leave, whatever, whatever, yeah. being a little bitch. And then fucking like not supporting his <laughs> yeah, girl. Of course. It's 19, <laughs> 1945. That's real surprising. Vote? I think the year before they started being able to vote, wasn't it the vote? No, they got the vote in 1970, I think. Whoa! I think women got the right serious? to vote in like 1970. We're probably yeah. super wrong about I that. I bet I'm gonna I'm look. I'm pretty sure it's like 1972 or something. That's super late. Because they didn't like they didn't let black people in the masters until like the 90s. Well, women's voting rights. Oh, never mind. Way off. 1919. 19. Okay, so they've been 1920. 
Yeah, but they probably can't. There was even... only twenty five. They they could vote. <laughs> they they was... probably can't even like chew gum though. Right. You know I mean? They could vote, quote unquote. <laughs> but their husband was like, "If you go to that fucking voting office and embarrass me, I'm gonna beat you." You're gonna fucking vote for Teddy Roosevelt. They and that's of... exactly what you're gonna vote. That's that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's probably not until the seventies where they were like. I can make They're my like, own decision. All right, free love. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's what's up with these fucking Asian people? Yeah, but, but of course, yeah, it makes sense for that time that he didn't support her a little bit. But yeah, he was just like, oh, what the fuck? But then he's just like, oh no, I need to go visit her. So he's on a road trip from New York City all the way to L.A., and uh, he's hitching the whole way. And then, so he's driving. I'm spoiling the whole movie, by the way, for people listening. Not the whole movie. Let's just assume most people aren't going to watch a movie. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> But if you if you want to watch this movie, since I'm talking about, you want me to put a spoiler in there? Oh yeah, yeah. okay. And then so what happens is, um, this yeah he's uh, hitchhiking all the way from New York City. I'm pretty sure it's New York City, but it's a big city all the way to L.A. And he actually stops in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh shit! Which is pretty. I I was like, oh shit, that's fucking dope. That is. I love seeing that. But and he's like, but what's really dope is that he sees another girl like. He meets a girl later in the movie. Right. He meets a girl and he's like, "You look like a Phoenix girl," and I'm like, "Yeah, she does." Yeah, she does. yeah that's right. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you do. <laughs> but anyways, uh, he gets a he uh, hitches a ride, and the guy falls asleep at the wheel, and uh, or not at the wheel. What am I the guy falls asleep while he's driving. The guy hitching. Right. He's like, "Oh, you drive. I'm getting tired. Whatever." So he's driving and it starts raining. So he pulls over on the side of the road. I, by the way, before I say this, this guy is a really bad at being a human being. Like yeah, he's like just, he just sucks. He at just life. like sucks. Like you have the worst luck like ever. Yeah. Like it's, it's like on purpose or he just is a like, bad it's person. It's just like sometimes he'll like say some shit or react to some shit that's like kind of shitty. But then there's other times where it's like, Oh fuck, that sucks, dude. Like, there's no way. Like, you'll see what I'm saying. I've thought about people like that before. Like, some people do like the right thing, and you still get shit. It's on. just like so. Here's what this guy yeah. does. It's raining. They have the top down as a convertible. What the fuck? So he pulls over, and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna put the top up." But the guy, it's his car. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna put the top up," kind of thing, because he's like leaning over. He's like leaning over to the side like this on the car door, and so what he does is, is he opens the door while the guy's leaning on the door. He opens it, and the guy falls out. And he hits his head on a rock, dies, fucking boom, right there, just his head just cracks open. And he's like, hey, man, what the fuck? And he's dead. And so what he does is brings him into like a ditch on the side of the road. And he's just like, fuck, people aren't going to believe, you know, this story. Like people are going to think I killed this guy and robbed and took his car because I'm going to L.A. Like I'm not I'm from New York. You know, I'm in I'm in Arizona. And so he's just like, fuck it. Takes his clothes, his wallet, just consumes his identity. And he's just like, I'm this guy now. So, and even a guy like pulls him over and he shows him ID. He's like, all right, cool, you're good to go. Cause they kind of look like each other. So that's like part of the story is like, he's like lucky, you know what I mean? That he looks like him. And so I think he stops in a town to do something. I think he's gonna sell the car or some shit and uh, get a new one. But while he, or I think he stops to get gas. That's what happened. He stops mm-hmm. to get gas. And uh, he's trying to, like, put out good karma. So he sees a girl hitching a ride, too. And he's like, hey, you want a ride? Get in. So he gets a mm-hmm. ride. So he gives this girl a ride. And they're, and they're like, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever. I'm going to L.A., too, kind of mm-hmm. thing. And he's like, and then after a while, she's like, uh, I know who you are. 
the guy who owns this car is my husband. <gasps> and and he's like, fuck. And he's like, he wants to deny it. Because there's it's the movie, throughout the movie, it's narrating. Yeah. So that's why you're able to know this guy's intentions. And so he's like, the girl is like. The, you want to remake this movie for sure. I want to. They're definitely, you better get on it because that's a great story. And, and then he's like, um, she's like, I know who you are, whatever. And so they pull over. But the thing is why she's not tripping, tripping is because they were going through battles. And that's why the husband was by himself. She dropped her off at a gas station. And so they're having problems. You know what I mean? He dropped her off at the gas station and he left her. Mm-hmm. And then he meets this dude. The dude accidentally kills yeah, some him. Yeah, shit like that. I think it's like. While it's it's like she ends up, I forgot the logic. I know there is logic because it all made sense to yeah. me. Because I would call it out. I'd be like, wait, how did? Because I I forgot. But he ends up picking her up, putting out good karma, tries to get her, and he's like, no, you fucking, I you fucking stole my husband's car. And he explained the story of what really happened, and she's like, nah, you fucking killed my husband. Yeah, kind of thing. He's like, he's like, why do you think I stole his clothes and everything? Is because you wouldn't even believe that story. Like, what do you think the cops would say? And so she's like, all right. Fuck it, let's do this. Because the guy's a millionaire, whatever. Mm. He has like a lot of money, so that's why he took the identity and everything. He's like, this is my car, whatever. And he's like, so here's the girl was like, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna fucking smash this car. We're gonna like donate it basically and get a new one. And then I think like before, uh, like they sign a paper or whatever, they find out that it's like the dead body was found or whatever, or like the guy. Actually, the dead bodies, the guy, his dad was in LA too and that's why he was driving to LA is because the dad is like a renowned like author or some oh. shit like that. And so he's and the dad is dying. And so that's why he's going to LA is to go see his dad before he dies. And so it's like in the newspapers it's like a dying author is looking out for his son. You know what I mean? Trying to find his son, but no one's gonna find his son because he's fucking dead. Yeah. And but he's this guy now. He's now. The son. And so he's like, I'm going to go see him. I think he had like, uh, what is it, amnesia? Alzheimer's. Or like you, Alzheimer's, where you forget shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm just going to go see him or whatever. And I think, I forgot what happens at the end, to be honest. What, right. I, what did I put in my review? It had spoilers it in it. It says that you, the cops pulled him and arrested him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened at the end. Very weird ending. He gets like a guilt trip. He has like a guilt trip. And he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Goes out into public. The cops arrest him at the end, take off, end of movie. And I'm like, that's a very sudden end. Yeah. Maybe like, he just had a guilt trip, though. That's true. That's a very common thing. Some people just really can't. They'd rather just be like, bro, fuck it. I can't deal with it. Yeah, he's guilt. like, I'm not going to try to keep running. Kind of. That's probably what it was. I would, I'm not going to lie. I told a man if I ever did something that was questionable in the eyes of the law, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even I like. I thought you were going to say eyes of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> if it's questionable in the eyes of the Lord, I definitely probably won't do it. Yeah, will probably start going to church. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't get caught. Yeah. Because I'll definitely have to go to church. But it's the, um, that's very, like, guilt is a, I think there's some people out there, I've seen, like, when they, um, like, there's men I've known in the military. Guilt made them look ugly. Like, it made mm-hmm. them, like, mm. age weird. Like, if they cheated on their, a lot of cheat, a lot of infidelity in the military. <laughs> if he, uh. I bet. It, but some some guys are like some people. I'm not going to say anybody deserves it, but some people's wives like you fucking suck. Dude. Oh, I hope he cheats on you. You fucking trash. Damn. Yo. But then there's some wives. I'm like, bro, you should not. He's be like, doing why are you that. fucking around? Like, you shouldn't be her, doing you know that. I mean? to, you shouldn't be doing that to your wife like that. That's but, crazy. Uh, but yeah, guilt. Yeah, and then that guilt just they drink a lot. You you there's mm-hmm. always something like in that 
as much as you try to like shove it down anytime that person like kisses you or something mm, you're oh yeah you, you know like, like it, it's bet. like bing, like it has to like it goes off in your head yeah and then so like in, and some people when they kill people like they're just like bro i just like oh, remember serial killers who've done say, that i'm spoiling again i said he in a <clears throat> review i said he killed two people on an accident yeah what happens is I didn't even. This was like a very important part. It just came back to me right I was about now. To say, I was going to ask who the second person was. Uh, he accidentally kills the late the wife. He I knew picked it. Up. I he knew accidentally it. kills her. You know why? Because she's blackmailing him, and she gets the telephone, you know, with the wire and shit. She like <laughs> walks all the way to the other room, locks the door or whatever. But I think she the power line is still out. Yeah. And so what he's he's trying to like pull the phone out while he's pulling the phone. He chokes out the he lady. He didn't with the, know that he was choking And he's her. like, no, don't fucking call the police to, like, don't tell him I killed, you know, the guy. So while he's, like, tugging, tugging, tugging. He has no idea. Yeah, and he's just like, what the fuck? And you, you hear her go silent. And so he just breaks down the door. And she has the cord wrapped around her neck. And she fucking dies. This dude is... That's why he turned himself in, And he's dude. like, oh, what the fuck? I just killed another person on accident. I didn't even mean to. Like, kind of thing. That's probably double why. manslaughter. That's why he turned himself yeah, in. Double he's manslaughter. Like, that's he's, at least manslaughter, not murder, but yeah, manslaughter. He, he's probably like, I'm not getting away with this. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably what it was. That's that's double in this... Double in a 24-hour time span, like... Yeah, they, they, they might just, almost a serial. Killer. They might just double up and give you murder, even if it was just like you just should not be on the streets. You're dumb. Like yeah. you, should, <laughs> you shouldn't be on the streets, nigga. But yeah, you this, suck at this. This movie is was way better than I thought it would. be Yeah, it sounds like a good. That's something I think I can watch in Criterion for yeah. sure. And even with uh me giving out this ending or all the things, major things that happen. There's so much like deeper levels of like why he's trying to go to LA to go see his yeah, girl. Yeah, like, there's, there's always more to a yeah. story. Like you can, I think I like that about maybe that's what it is about newer movies where I can be like, yeah, just tell me. It's not gonna like ruin. And it for this me. movie, I should say, like really important part if you really want to watch it, it's on Criterion Channel. It's only like an hour and eight minutes. Oh, so it's a real quick. It's watch. a super quick watch. I was like, and you're like, oh, what the fuck, like, and I. That's why I said it in the review. Like, it's a super short movie, and that's. I was like, kind of like unsatisfied with the ending. Mm-hmm. I was like, they could have taken fifteen more, like ten more minutes. Yeah, for sure. To like do the ending of like him turning himself in, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I guess on a rewatch, I would get that of like the guilt trip and everything. I should watch it again, like a month from now. See how it, see how it feels. But yeah, Detour, great fucking movie. If you want to go watch it. Yeah, sounds like it. But uh, jingle bell, jingle bell, <laughs> jingle all the way. But I also watched Akira Kurosawa sour, uh, samurai movies. Great fucking! I watched Hidden Fortress, Throne of Blood. Uh, what's that other one? Yo Jimbo. Yeah, Yo Jimbo. Yo Jimbo. I was gonna uh, make a joke about that because he looks like Jimbo. <laughs> uh, freaking! Uh, oh shit, he kind of does in a way, like an Asian Jimbo. Yeah, Jimbo don't already look Asian. Yeah, Yojimbo is great because of how influential it is. If you've ever seen the Clint Eastwood movie, A Fistful of Dollars, this that's the Western remake of this. And uh, I want to say there was another one. I think Walter Hill, one of my favorite directors ever, uh, did a remake with Bruce Willis, I want to say. It was also a Western. Yeah. But it was, I don't think it was a Western. I think it was like Depression era, mm-hmm. like, like that kind of. Yeah thing and uh but it's really good it's basically about this masterless samurai it literally says it masterless ronin yeah oh uh samurai or samurai with no master um 
and he's basically goes into a town. He's a fucking drifter or whatever. Yeah. And he gets these two like gangs basically, and he turns them against each other to like get ah. money out of it. And he's trying to like manipulate the of whole course, town, of course, and everything. And it's super fucking good. It's uh, how long is it? Does it does it say? It does. It doesn't say uh, detail. Let's see runtime. One hundred and ten minutes. So an hour fifty. Yes. Is it's it's that's pretty average. I'm not gonna lie. I was gonna say it's short. It feels short because of how much entertainment is in it. It looks good just from like it, those shots you always talk about. I see them mm-hmm. now. Like I'll watch an old Japanese movie because I like old like Godzilla movies and mm-hmm. shit. So like yeah, uh, Akira Kurosawa. I said it in my review for Yojimbo actually that. The character blocking in really all his movies, but like, like compared to like high and low, where it's just ultimate, like you see every single person, like layered, mm-hmm. like there's no someone standing behind someone. Yeah, it's just like Yojimbo comes super close to that because it, it's just I don't know, it's just super beautifully shot. And then also when you watch, you know, Yojimbo, and then the sequel to it is actually called Sanjuro, which is his name. Sanjuro is the sequel, and then. Like I said, if you go watch Fistful of Dollars and then watch for a few dollars more with Clint Eastwood, it's, no, like, the, same. it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just super cool watching both of those. And you, everyone knows I'm not a Clint Eastwood fan, but I disregard, you know. That You're a tr- Western fan. Yeah, that trilogy of, it's called the Dollars Trilogy, but it's a Fistful of Dollars for a few dollars more and then the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Mm-hmm. It, it's the whole trilogy. But I haven't seen for a few dollars more. And I also haven't seen Sanjuro, so I haven't seen the second part of both uh, sequels or both movies. So, but yeah, Yojimbo, great fucking movie. I watched, I really started with Throne of Blood because that's Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Because that's what uh, um, Kurosawa was really known for, was really adapting Shakespearean, uh, you know, stories and making them samurai. Yeah. The samurai stories. Like he did that. With the movie Ran, he made the, in his later years. I think in the eighties. That's when that came out. R A N. Yeah, I that's think gonna, that's going to pull up a bunch of shit. I want to say, yeah, you know, the first one. There we go. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nineteen eighty-five. Does that say? Yep. Nineteen eighty-five. That looks like a dope ass movie. It's super colorful. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Such yeah. A, that's it, up my. That's right up my alley. The eighties too. An eighties Japanese that, that'll probably movie? be your bag. Woo! Oh shit! What is that streaming on? That is streaming on Amazon, iTunes. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch that. I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> yeah, ran. I'll give that a. I'll give that a try. 160 minutes. What is that? Two and a half. Yeah. Uh, 4.4 stars. Fucking great. The 4.4 is crazy, dude. To be honest, yeah, it looks good, man. That looks good. But ran. It's uh. You look at all the reviews. It's fucking five stars, four stars, four and a half. But anyways, uh, Ran and uh, Throne of Blood are the two uh, Shakespearean um, Kurosawa adaptations. Throne of Blood is what I uh, watched. And honestly, Throne of Blood isn't crazy action, but it is really dope seeing it um, in a samurai form. Right. Because they make it very spiritual. Like the witches in Tragedy of Macbeth, they made it like 
one person and it was very it was so cool seeing that because i'm a really big fan of japanese horror yes so they made yes 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 they made meeting the witch like a super like creepy Dang. thing i can feel i literally just got chills on because they do witches really well and it's crazy in korea and japan they do that kind of horror i was watching uh me and Amanda watching the seven deadly sins or something like that it was something about some kind of like demon and the, this guy who was a monk had to been waiting for this demon to come along it was just it was really creepy but really good at the same time mm. but i only watched throne of blood because it is I gotta get some... hey, did you see angelo selling that hereditary tea oh yeah i saw that i, I didn't like the t-shirt i told them when it dropped i was like i'm not a big fan of the tie-dye mm-hmm. but it is dope i want it because it's hereditary i love that movie yeah that movie probably the greatest horror movie of the decade i'd say we already talked about it. Just, we talked about it in the car. Dude, we were talking, talking about it last week Ugh. at night, and I was like... I, we were in the van. The I, van is the worst. Yeah, and I could barely go inside. I was like, fuck. That but, fucking lady crawling across the thing, man. Uh, oof, that was terrible. But anyways, I watched Throne of Blood because of Tragedy of Macbeth coming out later this month. And I just wanted to see another... So is this tragedy... Okay, yes, it says it right there. Director Akira Kurosawa is resetting a William Shakespeare's Macbeth in feudal Japan. I love feudal Japan movies. It's that's like half of Kurosawa's movies. You know yeah. I'm obsessed with Japan, like especially pre, actually pre and post bomb. Mm-hmm. Like seeing what they are now Dude, compared to what they were. Like freaking Godzilla. Yeah, post bomb is Godzilla, and then they became like Sony, and it's like what In the a way, fuck? Yeah. You know, like damn. I didn't know they still. You know they still have an emperor. I didn't know that. They have a prime minister, and that's for like Real global. Shit. Okay. Shit, but yeah. like they still have like their emperor is still directly descendant of the original uh, Hirohito. I think that's cool. Emperor Hirohito. I think he's a direct descendant of him. I fuck with that. That is, it's and it's like it still works for them, you know. Yeah, but uh, Letterboxd, uh, Throne of Blood. Yeah, go check that out. Go watch Throne of Blood. I'm pretty sure that's on HBO Max. I I'm definitely gonna go watch Rain. I want to say all of Kurosawa's movies are on HBO Max because HBO Max has everything. What is Dreams? That's his last movie, I want to say. It's literally Akira Kurosawa's dreams. Like, he made a movie about all of his dreams. Shits he's dreamed of, yeah, in one movie. It's a very. 4.1. Very trippy movie. Kurosawa is one of the greatest, I'll say. You're You're starting to hit me to that. I'll give you that. Kurosawa, and his masterpiece that everyone loves is, uh, um, Seven Samurai. That's the that's I everybody knows that I didn't know that was him, but even I know that movie. Yeah, that's the greatest samurai movie ever. That's like the that's like mm-hmm. the pinnacle of samurai movies. My yeah. dad used to watch that. Even if you watch uh if you're a fan of Tiger Belly and you watch it visually, uh Bobby Lee has a seven samurai poster right behind him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He has okay, a old, okay. he has an old boy one and he has a uh, Seven Samurai. He talks about Kurosawa a lot too. He's I I always imagine like if I were to ever be on Tiger Belly, I would bring up a Kurosawa right away. Yes. I would be like, "Have you ever seen High and Low?" Or the hidden. Like, he started fucking crying and shit. <laughs> I would be like, "What about the Hidden Fortress?" The Hidden Fortress I did watch, and that's my favorite Kurosawa movie next to High and Low. The Hidden Fortress. I've talked about it before. Uh, we should go to Japan, dude. Make an album over there. That would be fucking cool. I would you just want to listen a... to you make music, yeah, in Japan. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the Hidden Fortress is uh, for the people who already know this, or people who don't know this, I should say, is the original. That's what George Lucas saw. Uh, when he was in film school, he was really into westerns, 
And then one of his friends was like, here, come watch this new movie that came out called The Hidden Fortress. And that's what, uh, or he, he's like watching Kira Kurosawa movies because that's what inspired these Westerns, like Yojimbo and Sanjuro. And uh, he was like, come watch um, The Hidden Fortress with me. And he watched it and he was like, holy shit, I'm going to make a space opera and just remake The Hidden Fortress. Mm-hmm. And he fucking made Star Wars. Because Jeez. I... Now you, now you, when saying, when I keep forgetting that you keep reminding me that Kurosawa inspired Star Wars, George Lucas, yeah, in the way the fights, the shots mm-hmm. that made sense. Why I love Star Wars, I didn't think I would like Star Wars. Remember, I used, I used to talk about it, it was like just kind nerds. of whatever, yeah. I'm like, you fucking nerds. My uncle, my great uncle, my uncle Larry, he loves Star Wars. I remember I wanted to see Phantom Menace because of the way he explained it to me. Yeah. Because he said his favorite shot was when the mask comes over Anakin's face and he goes, dude, that's crazy. He loved, he was like, he's like, oh, that shot. He's like, oh, I, t- I can bring it up now and he'll do the same. He's like, oh, and that he, shot. Even the, uh, the sound mixing in that scene. That scene. Is insane. You hear the and you hear it tight. It gets up, quiet. And you're like, holy shit, he's becoming yeah, Darth Yeah, he gets it's, quiet and it's just, you hear him take the first breath. And now seeing that scene, I'll be like, ooh, that is that a shit good gives fucking you scene. And when, when I hear people hate on it, it's like, how? How? How do you hate? I get hating on the new, new ones. Yeah, for sure. But on these episode one, two, and three, that's. Those are so explaining. Then you know how hard that is to explain something that was a phenomenon? Like, literally, like, explaining Darth Vader. Like, the rise of Darth Vader. You know what and I mean? And why he became... He's not just some fucking... It made the Sith make sense. You made, you made you... They made you realize they thought they were gone. That's mm-hmm. how he... That's how they came to power in 4, or 5, and 6. Yeah. They thought they were fucking gone. So, fucking... So, Akira Kurosawa is the guy. So you said his last movie was uh, it Dreams. was in 1993. Oh, it was. Is it looks Korean? No, it's not Korean. I don't know. That looks Japanese. That looks Japanese. Korean. He, I think the one before that was American. To be honest, it had that one guy from Pretty Woman, the guy, the main guy. I forgot his real name, but he was the rich guy that Julia Roberts tried to marry. He's in one of his movies. But and this is Japan. I, we definitely gotta make a trek to Japan. That'd be so fun. Visit his grave or something. I would probably cry, to be, be honest. I, I would I would feel something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Japan. I heard Japan make... Everybody I know who's been stationed there or been there, they're like, it is such like a... Cra- they, can, they can only say it's crazy. They're like, you, it's just one of my cousins, insane. One of my cousins on my dad's side got stationed there. Yeah, he did, yeah. And he got fucking married. He, like, literally, he was like, fuck he, the military. He's like, as soon as I could get out, I'm going to get out. And he got married, started a family. He was like, Japan is the shit. And I'm he like, lives there? I think he does, yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know that. So he went straight weeaboo. Yeah, <laughs> he was and he's like, a, I'm he's in like the here. whitest dude I've probably ever met. I mean, that was crazy. I didn't know about him until like four years. And she's like, you don't have a cousin in the air force, right? I'm yeah. like, what? Wait, you have a cousin that's not Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, Kira Kurosawa, he's that guy, like one of the goats. Like literally, Song of the Horse looks dope. Well, I think High and Low is probably my favorite. Maybe. Uh, but out of the samurai ones, the Hidden Fortress isn't even really a samurai movie for real, for real. Uh, yeah. It's like Star Wars. Like Seven Samurai is definitely the the best. Yeah, that is. Like, I know that movie. Like, click on Seven Samurai, and there's like a if you click the ranking or if you look at the 
Oh, One of them down are in there. Japanese. I don't know where they it's are. It's right there, the black one. This black one right here? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I couldn't barely read that. Go down 4.5. Ooh. Look at that shot, man. It's so crazy. And that guy, uh, Tifune, what's his name? Toshiro Mifune. Mifune. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. He's amazing, dude. And, uh, um, it's Toshiro. just Toshiro. That's it. Toshiro Mifune. Toshiro. But yeah, literally one of the greatest movies of all time is Seven Samurai. And, uh, like, if you've seen The Magnificent Seven, the Western movie, it's fucking Seven Sa- Like, Kurosawa. Uh, I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah. I, but, anyways. He'll have his time. Yeah, we'll dedicate. Oh, sam- we'll have, like, a Samurai episode. We, de- we need to start planning more, like, trips to go see stuff in, like, the place where they're set at or some shit mm-hmm. like that. I want to go to Sweden. I need to go see, like. Oh, good time. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a Swedish plumber. <laughs> we should not do that because we're going to go over there and then be like, oh, dude, we, love, we like your podcast except for that one episode. Yeah, yeah. But, but I do. I mean, everyone knows I Ingmar Bergman is my favorite director yeah, and I yeah. need to go to Sweden. Sweden is lit. Are you back? You're back. So I'm we back. can go to Sweden, baby. We can go, for sure. I we, got, we need to go out of the state. We need to go out of the country 2022. And, and At no, least once. And no TRM on the road. <laughs> yeah. That'll be, oh, that'd be fucking crazy. In Sweden, I would love to go to Sweden and just fucking. $3,000 per ticket. I wonder if they have like a, look up if they have an Ingmar Bergman grave site. Oh, it's probably on Bergman Island. He has his own island that he went to to go find, uh, or to go spend the rest of, oh, it's actually a movie now that just came out. <laughs> but, uh. It's in Sweden, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bergman Island. What is it? What does it say? Uh, What's it called? Faro? Faro? Yeah, Faro. Faro. It's the second largest island province. It has its own dialect. Faro is, it's a whole bunch, it's like a crazy. Yeah, that's basically where he went to go die. Yeah. It's a cinematic heritage. It has a whole Swedish filmmaker, Ingmar, sorry guys, I'm going to read the Wikipedia thing on this very quickly. Uh, Swedish filmmaker Ingmar Bergman lived and died on Faro, and several of his films were filmed there, among them Through a, Gra- Through a Glass Darkly, 1961. Have Great. you seen that? Yes. Persona, 1966. Oh, that love- was filmed there? I didn't even know that. That's a great fucking movie. Hour of the Wolf, 1968. That's his only horror movie that he's made. Okay. Shame. Haven't seen it. All right. The Passion of Anna. Haven't seen it. Scenes from a Marriage. Oh, yes, I've seen That's actually a TV series that's like uh, six episodes, and uh, it's on HBO Max right now, the original Ingmar Bergman's. Yeah. They have two versions where it's the actual series where it's episodes, and then they have one on Criterion where they jammed it into a movie. Okay. And then Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain remade the series, and they did their... I haven't watched it yet because I don't want to be disappointed. Right. I don't want that to be like... Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain, dude. Those are pretty like... Yeah. They probably killed it. Jessica but Chastain is fucking good. Man. She's so good, dude. He's fucking good. But yeah, Ingmar Bergman. We should go to. If there's a yeah, way we're we could going go to, to Sweden. I think Sweden would be a great. If we go to like Bergman Island. In post COVID world, that's probably our safest bet. Yeah, they probably true. have a better like movement protocol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. be higher. They'll probably make us quarantine and shit, honestly. Mm-hmm. So we'll need to have like time. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, Ingmar Bergman. You could, go, you could do like that dude. You ever heard of Molony? 
the dude who goes around and takes shots. Oh, like exactly where of where the shot is. I would love to do that. That would be That's you a good idea. Probably go see. So the places of interest are the lighthouse. Uh, yeah, a lot of the which places. the movie the lighthouse. Which if you guys want to know why I love the lighthouse so much and why I got it tattooed on me is because it's the closest thing to Ingmar Bergman today that I've ever seen. Yeah, because that shot it looks exactly <laughs> like the lighthouse. Perot fear. And so that's why I love The Lighthouse so much, and that gives you a better understanding. If that gives you a better understanding, is because Ingmar Bergman is so good, and the, seeing The Lighthouse and how much you can see it's inspired by him. Yeah, Langamars, that's the place where he shot uh, Shane. I haven't seen that. Oh, but, but yeah. per- Persona, that's regarded as one of the greatest movies ever, and Persona... Uh, is pretty is a pretty big inspiration on the lighthouse as well. You would probably think that, I would assume the tourism here isn't that high. It has to be people like you. Probably not. That yeah. has to that because that's not going to even be like an easy trip to get there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was just like, oh, will they even let us there? I'm sure that's like you have to take like a ferry or something. I yeah, bet you go to Denmark and then take like drive somewhere. That'll mm-hmm. be fun though. It's Sweden. You can still get robbed. But there's probably less of a chance of somebody robbing you. Yeah, but but yeah, Ingmar Bergman, one of my favorite directors ever. And uh, lit, and I'm excited. I'll, I'll just say this right now. I didn't want to say this, but I was gonna wait until I watched Tragedy of Macbeth uh, with Denzel. But seeing um the trailer, the two trailers now to uh Tragedy of Macbeth, it's so close to Ingmar Bergman level. It's yeah. so close. I, I saw that shot of when Denzel sitting on the bed. I was like, oh, that's a Nate movie. And I, I saw it. I just saw it. And Is I, it in black and white, the whole movie? Yeah. I might go see that still. And I, and I and I just, I was like, this is so reminiscent. And I can't believe how close it is like to like what I love. And so that's why I think I'm going to love it so much. And that's why I'm so excited. But anyways... Let's get into this Christmas movie. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, all here's the same. Ching, ding, okay. We're fucking an hour in already. Yeah. But it was it was not that bad. But uh, what are you looking up? Uh, Denmark. Or not Denmark, for Rhode Islands. What comes up? Like, is there a way to get directly there? That's definitely where you're talking about. <laughs> for Stork of Rogert. Oh how, yeah, dude. How I much think does it say? It says sixteen hundred. To get all the way there, that's pretty good. That's not bad at all. Yeah, that's not bad. From Phoenix to FAE. To straight there? I don't think it's straight there. No, not at all. Zoom out of that trying, map. I got a fucking kayak is tripping. Sorry guys, I got the touchpad, so it's not. I There's think no it's, way you can go straight there. Do they have an airport there? Yeah, they like do. or like probably like a mini like a yeah, mini like a airport. uh what's it called? Regional. Regional yeah. airport. Dude, that's crazy. Go, oh, that's scary though. Fuck. You've never been over the ocean, have I've you? I've never. I'm terrified. Of that. I was on the beach, <laughs> and I was like having a panic attack. The ocean is a very like. I never lived when I flew over it. I never looked out the window. No. I was like, nah, fuck uh, that. I'm all right. Even thinking. No, about I it. did look once, and then I had. I almost threw up. I was like, we crashed. We're fucked. I'm like, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna buckle myself in, tighten it down, and just be like, bloop, 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 bloop. I'm fucking not even trying. That's crazy. Not um, even trying. But, yeah. So, gonna, yeah. So, we're going to for Rhode Islands, guys. You want to go with us. None of this really matters. First tourist trip. 2022. On Imagine none of this really matters on Bergman Island. Woo! 
I gotta make a whole new theme song for that too. That'd be crazy. That'd you know, be crazy. Get some like fucking Viking singers and That's shit like that. That's some real shit. <laughs> and uh, but anyways, uh, here's the start of our ranking. Yeah, let's go. Let's get into it. Our top five Christmas movies just in time for top five. Top five. Just in time for Christmas. And uh. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? No, nah, you go ahead. You go. What's your number? Of, this is you say this is not absolutely ranked, right? Uh, or is it by in order of how you need? Oh to yeah, see yeah, it yeah. Down? It's definitely five to to one. And so for number five, yeah, I can I don't see this. So for for number five, we don't know each other's list, guys. Yeah, I don't so know. This Rob's. is our first time. This Rob is our has first seen time. my list, but I don't think he knows. I don't it. know it. Yeah, but um, number five, I choose Elf with Will Ferrell. Nice, nice, nice. And I, just, I mean, that's actually that's on mine. That's on my list. Elf. Elf is, I've I mainly because we talked about uh, Will Ferrell last week, yeah. and then just it never gets old, really. And I heard that this movie wasn't almost wasn't made, mm-hmm. or no, 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 it was gonna be made, but people were like Will Ferrell as a lead. Yeah, like people were like, whoa, like that probably won't work. Which, Ripping. And but obviously, was this be, that was before Step Brothers, this right? Was, yeah, this was before. Yeah, so this is what made him like, oh, you're a lead now. Yeah. Then instead of being superstar like superstar, wasn't great. Yeah, it was all like even in and like, he was a co-star in like old school wedding crashes. Mm-hmm. Like I think that was all even after he was still all co-star. But this was like his one of his first like lead roles, and now it's watched almost every year by everybody. Will Ferrell has some of the most memorable scenes in a lot of his movies. Like I always, every time I feel like a fat kid when I'm doing something with my hands, I feel like I'm with doing this scene with the spaghetti and the pop tarts. I'm like, I feel like well, I just shove some I shove stuff in my mouth just to do yeah. that scene. Mm. I'm like, mm, <laughs> like a burrito from Chipotle. Yeah, I like yeah, bounce yeah, up yeah. and down. <laughs> fucking the the soda when he drinks all the soda, and he fucking does a big ass burp. Like it's so good. Like it's so like it's just such a perfect. good movie. And then Santa! and it also gets real. Like sometimes, yes. like the cotton head and ninny muggins thing. Like even when it gets real, it's funny because and uh, also uh, James Con plays like his the dad, the dad who's very serious. Yeah, it's yeah. a very but it's like it's a very classic Christmas story. Mm-hmm. Like redeeming the Christmas cheer and people yeah. remind them it's not about presents, it's about family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very like classic story. Uh, very early Zoe Deschanel. Yes, I was just about to say, was that Zoe Deschanel? Yes, very early. Because I, I was just thinking about the where she was taking the shower yeah. and they started singing. That that's hilarious. And she just looks out the thing. She's she like, just what <laughs> like, what the fuck? And he runs into because he was so innocent in that movie he was mm-hmm. raised they thought he was fucking nuts yeah, he's yeah. just a nut he was and then you're in the most aggressive city yeah. that's always been mentioned in every movie we they've ever mentioned in new york like with the hawk and he's like you you want me to be in the subway you want me yeah, to be in yeah, a yeah. metal tube yeah, in the like, most the aggressive fuck? city in america like no like we're yeah, gonna take a cat and then freaking elf it's just like doesn't he get hit by the car yes yeah, like, <laughs> what the fuck you Oh, he was like he just stands in the streets. He's never seen, he's like jumping in the crosswalk. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> he's eating all the gum off the. <laughs> he like that gets scene a, literally makes me. <laughs> he like gets all the gum off the fucking subway railing thing, and he's just fucking boom, boom, and he like eats all of them. I'm just like what knowing the? Will Ferrell, he actually did that. Yeah, 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 yeah. probably. 
that was an improv think... scene, and he was like, he ate like two or three of them. Yeah. I feel but like I don't think was... it was improv. I think it was like they put gum okay, there. Okay, I would hope so. But still, that's gross. Because it's New still York Will City. Fair, yeah. You're on a surface it's, in New York City. You know? It's New York. <sighs> that's still gross. As it's fuck. disgusting. But, oh, I'm like, I'm like vomit just thinking about your, it. Your number five. Number five. Now, mine's, I don't think mine's are ranked, so we'll just go. I'll just go from, I'll put Bad Santa. Okay. That that's, was one that's I, a solid That's pick. the one I like. I was like, oh, I do love that. It's, it's Christmas dark. Yeah, yeah. It's a dark comedy. Like, like a, there's people out there like that, too, during Christmas who are just like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Every single year. It's a very vulgar, like movie like i remember being on comedy central all the time and then like uh bleeping out or like kind of like dubbing on the dub oh the dubs are like classic you old flipping the people who make instagram reels about that they like this how BTB. you old freaking fracking <laughs> you old jive tucked jive sucker and they put that you see like over uh, snoop dog mouth and baby boy oh yeah, you yeah jive yeah. sucker and he's saying you bitch ass nigga i remember in scarface uh, fucking like, like he asked, like, you know how I got these scars, kind of thing, because in the movie it says from eating pussy, yeah, but in the fucking TV version he says from eating pineapple, and I just thought that was funny as fuck. Hey, 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 I wonder did Ty Dolla Sign know that when he made that song? That's where he got that from. That's a nice innuendo mm-hmm. for a vagine. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope, pineapple. And but yeah, Bad Santa. One of my favorite insults is from that movie when the when the little person is talking to him, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Your soul is dog shit." That was one. Of- <laughs> That's hilarious. I had never heard that in my like teenage years in my life. He he just was going in on him. He was like, "You're a fucking loser," and he was like, "Your soul is dog shit," and I hope you die. And then they just I- sat there. He was just eating his salad. I remember like not being a big. Billy Bob Thornton fan. Oh yeah, because I didn't like Mr. Woodcock. Yeah, I hate. I just didn't like that movie. Mm-hmm. And then also he was he was in a couple other ones, but like it was always Mr. Woodcock and um, Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. I loved. I'm yes. not gonna lie. I love. I Bad loved News him Bears. in that. That the in the wheelchair. <laughs> he was like. He was like, "What are you Mexican? I'm Armenian." <laughs> that was like the funniest. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest. He kept calling people wrong, wrong. Bing bong. Where you going? <laughs> I thought Bad News Bears. And then I'm, that was when I was young. My dad was like, there's an original version of Bad News Bears. And I watched it. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I, there's like little movies like that where I like The Longest Yard. Yes. Like I that, that, that was original. an original. But um, I like when they put, what's, they like put Sean Connery. Is that Sean, not Sean Connery. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. You know I do that every single time. <laughs> they look alike for some. Yeah, yeah. They they're like the same vibe. Yeah, Burt Reynolds was in the newest Longest Yard. Yeah, Burt Reynolds is just the American Sean Connery. And they killed fucking, what's his name in uh, Longest caretaker. Yard? Caretaker. Uh, that was wow, yo. That was a crazy that death was, scene. Dude. Nobody dude, talks about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That went so overlooked, I feel like. Like, he fucking burnt alive. He, the dude blew him up with a radio. That's crazy. And I always set think him about on that. Fire. And, and he said they watched him burn alive. I remember I watched The Longest Yard so many times, but I would only there would be a lot of movies where I'd only watch like the first forty five minutes or an hour, and then like kind of just disregard the rest. Like Big Daddy was one of those. Fucking Anchorman was one of those. Like where I would be back to back scenes, and The Longest Yard was one of those where I loved the first hour. And I remember there was a time like the first time I saw it, I was like maybe like ten or some shit. Yeah. And I remember I kept watching. I was like. Oh shit! This is sad as fuck. Yeah, 
because he fucking burns it. And then obviously Adam Sandler with his like how he deals with emotion in movies. Mm-hmm. He's so good. He's that scene when he's just sitting there looking at the grave, like when he does the leg rock. You ever notice that when he's like grieving, he does like this like leg rock thing. He's so good, and it's such like I always, a, I always think about Big Daddy. Dude. He puts his tongue. He like puts his tongue in his lip. Yeah. Oh, he the knows tongue how in, to do. Yeah, the tongue in the lip thing. He does it so because I do well. that. You know, yeah. like every guy does that when you want to just hold it back, mm-hmm. but you could you kind of want it to come mm-hmm. out. Oh, I, li- I like I like lick my teeth like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll be like, can't fucking do it because. Oh fuck! Because he did it in Big Daddy when they were taking the kid away. The leg rock thing—that's how. Yeah, oh, he does it so. He's so good. Every time something gets like emotional, it's like mm-hmm. he just gets it. But yeah, uh, Bad Santa, great pick. He didn't even did that in Waterboy. He did the leg rock thing when he was there. He was like, "I just want people to be my friend." Mm. He's like, "Thank you for being my friend." And they were like, "You're a fucking." Remember they were yelling at him. <laughs> yeah, like, you're a fraud. You're a liar. He played that. He did that same like leg yeah. rock thing. I. I think the Waterboy is probably my least watched. Oh yeah, for sure. That's yeah. one of my the the fucking quotables from Adam Sandler. <laughs> Disky Yodo. Disky Yodo. I th- oh, which one? Joe Montana is a quarterback. Yeah, no, that's from Joe Dirt. That, no, that was from Waterboy. Waterboy. Like, yeah, Joe Montana is a quarterback. I said Joe Montana. Joe Montana is a quarterback. But he kept, yeah, he kept joining on him so yeah. bad. You fucking jackass. He <laughs> like was saying so mean. But fucking you fucking dipshit. I'm like, God damn. Oh, dude. Joe, I what's your number four? Because I want to talk about speaking of language. I want you to get to your number four so I can get to mine. Because me and Amanda were watching this the other day, and we were like, whoa, early 2000s, boy. Like, Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. So my number four is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Nah, that's a sleeper. I didn't even think it. I always consider that Halloween. I consider it both. Very nice. Because they do do both. They do do both. Where it's Halloween, where he's tired of Halloween, so what he's going to do is fuck up everybody's Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. that's, I was like, it's literally the first half of the movie is Halloween, the second half is all Christmas, because mm-hmm. he's trying to, like, fuck up Santa's flow, basically. Yeah. And like, I'm Santa Claus now. Yeah, and he's like, I'm just going to give him, you know, chopped off heads and shit, or whatever what he wants to give him. Because where he's from, that's, yeah. that's normal. <laughs> that's like, hell yeah. And so, and it's a musical, mm-hmm. and it's... Uh, great music too and people get it people get it twisted sometimes this isn't a Tim Burton movie it's Tim Burton produced yeah we do get and, that confused don't and, they call it Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas though yeah because he's it's his name draw yeah and just like they say like Steven Spielberg's The Goonies mm-hmm. like he didn't direct it he produced it oh, okay okay and so but uh, don't you don't you think those when that, when you talk about those types of producers like I know normally when you think about producers you think of some dude who like funds it She's some rich cat mm. somewhere or like some executive yeah. who works for Fox. Don't you assume that they kind of have more input than the average executive producer though? Uh some like like no, oh no, yeah, like yeah. like like don't edit it like that, like switch it around, yeah. like don't do I that. I think they do. I would assume that they have like some kind of like creative input because yeah. you can trust their I know a lot of people talk about execs like not being connected to like yeah they're just like just fucking make it like you're a, you're an accountant like relax there buddy yeah. like chill I can do that within budget. Like they, I think that's when when they produce those types of movies, they're like, I can do this within that budget. Like I'm Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Like I yeah. can do this because I remember they showed. I think they showed Tim Burton the final cut of this movie, and he didn't like it. Really? Yeah. And I think there's like a story where he kicked a hole in the wall after seeing, and I was like, holy shit! 
But, I'll be pissed too. It's claymation. <laughs> you know how fucking long this took, and y'all sitting here bullshitting. Yeah, and Tim Burton was like, "Fuck!" Like the, he like didn't like the movie. Yeah, and uh, I think I don't know if they showed him the final cut, but it was one of the cuts yeah. they showed him, and then they were he was like, "This is fucking terrible." Yeah, but uh, so they they usually director producers usually or people who have that stature have more input than the average producer. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Yeah, because Tim Burton. I mean, we had a an episode mm-hmm. to where we, how much he how great of an artist he really yeah. is yeah i like his weird his weird antics his mm-hmm. wife was in a uh, harry potter what's her name when uh bonham carter yes i don't she's know a, un, she's like awkwardly attractive she's to me very some... i think she's super hot but There's i get some, what you're saying yeah you know it's like you're not supposed to be yeah hot you're not like hot hot to everybody but to me you're like the most gorgeous yeah you know it's I mean? like what is up? like her in fight club i love her in yes, fight club dude yes but but yeah you're number four number four jingle all the way with uh, Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I think i've only seen that once the, i don't remember it the no. whole movie is about like watching that movie of course as a kid you're like i want the toy and now i'm the dad who wants to get the toy for them yeah so the whole movie is about him getting this fucking action figure the turbo man doll okay so he goes to the oh, mall. Oh, is that the one where he's like, he's trying to get Turbo Man, and they and all, they start, all laughing. start fucking laughing at him? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's fucking Turbo Man, dog. They all like they're fucking like laughing at him. Yeah. And they always have because to grow up in our time, I guess your time, you guys still had action figures, but I it's had still, the later part. Yeah, but you guys are still going into like more like, kids are asking for video games yeah. now. Like, we were the last thing of, like, I want this set of action figures. Like, I want the whole Megazord. Yeah. But then you get, like, Alpha and Zordon toy. And, like, nobody could fucking wants Alpha. Yeah, yeah. It's cheaper than the rest of them. Like, fuck Alpha. You just get him to complete the whole fucking set. Mm-hmm. So they had this other toy called Booster. He was a pink fucking panther that, that flew around with Turbo Man. But he was, like, the sidekick. <laughs> so the whole movie, he's trying to get this fucking toy. He goes to a mall. They, they, so he goes to the store, they laugh at him, they're like, it's fucking sold out, idiot. Then he goes to the mall, and they're having, like, a raffle giveaway. If you get this Super Bowl with this number, you'll be putting this raffle. Like, shoes. Like, you get how you get oh, shoes yeah, yeah, yeah. now. Like, the same exact thing. But they bum rush the shit, because they're on Super Bowls. So somebody knocks the bucket over with the numbers on it, and there's a whole ordeal of him trying to get this fucking ball. Oh, and the kid puts it in his mouth, so he grabs the kid's face. And he's, like, trying to get it out of the kid's mouth. And the moms just start beating the shit out of him. Because they're like, oh, fucking, sh- you fucking weirdo. Yeah. And then he goes, and then he's like, there's a Santa. It's Jim Belushi. He's like, hey, man, you want a, you want a Turbo Man doll? <laughs> so he takes him to, like, this fucking shady warehouse. Now, Phoenicians, y'all should understand this. Like, you go into, like, the swap meet, and they have, like, the same toys, like it's a Power Ranger yeah, toy, yeah. but it's like it's no Power really Ranger you've ever seen. Yeah. But this one was kind of like, it was a Turbo Man, looked exactly like it. He went to go open the box, and it falls to pieces. Oh, the, the Jim Belushi's like, don't open it, don't open it. So then he pulls the string of one of the pieces, and it's in Spanish. Like, oh, hey, comes up, like, that's a Turbo Man. He says <laughs> it like that, so it's like, what the fuck? That's, so, now that I think about it, that's like a real trope. It like, is. Like, Trying to get the toy, like it's trying on an to get the yeah. toy, and it's, and then Sinbad's the co-star. So Sinbad's a USPS. He's a postal. He's a postal oh, service shit, worker. Cool. Kind of still in the time where that joke is still funny mm-hmm. because going postal was still very much like in the 1998. You ever hear about that? The post office person who just like snapped and shot up his uh, workplace. 
No. Oh yeah, you gotta look that. It was like early nineties, like ninety one. Uh, post office shooting. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. Uh, ninety one. Uh, post office shooting. What the fuck? Okay. A ninety in a post office shooting. Yeah, the dude. They call it going postal because he just he was a. Oh, just that's where like work. that term comes. That's from? where that term comes from. Oh shit. The post office. Shooting. I had no idea. Going postal. And he was like. Sinbad was playing a post office. He was a post office. He postman. was a, he was doing the same thing for his son, trying to get the Turbo Man doll. But they all waited until like literally like maybe three days before Christmas, maybe even Christmas Eve. They were shopping, I think, trying to get this fucking Turbo. It was Christmas Eve actually, mm-hmm. trying to get the Turbo Man doll. So that's where that comes from. Is that's a 1986. So. uh that movie came out in Jingle All the Way. Came um, out, I want to say ninety six or ninety six. Oh, nineties. Oh yeah. Not early two thousand. The jokes wouldn't have hit the same way. Ninety six. Ninety six. Okay. Yeah. I was, thinking, I was honestly way. thinking eighties. Yeah, it's even closer. So it's ninety six. That makes it's ten years apart from the shooting. So the joke is still like, and that's back when mass shootings weren't common. Yeah, as yeah. sad as that is to pre, say now. So it was like, oh yeah, yeah. So this was like going postal. So Timbad's a post office guy. <laughs> One scene, he fucking the cops. Now the cops are involved because these two guys are going around like causing fucking mayhem. Yeah. Donald Schwarzenegger trying to like run and like catch somebody, and he runs into a cop and like. He knocks a cop over off of his bike with his car. Like, he just keeps fucking this cop up to the point where we're at a, a, a Macy's Day Parade. Yeah. And the fu- he runs into the cop again. And, like, it's just crazy. It's this like, movie sounds super familiar. I think it's because it. it's been mocked like, oh, a few oh, times. Oh, for sure. But Jingle All the Way. So there's one scene where me and the manager were like, Jesus Christ, that's 90s. Where there, he, go, he ends up. Somehow getting in the parade as Turbo Man, Arnold Schwarzenegger does. Course, yeah. Because he's buff. They think they like, hey, are you the guy? He's like, what are you talking about? And they just grab him up and he just they just start like sh- putting the costume on him. Next thing you know, he's on the float with Booster. Oh shit. So Sinbad shows up and he ends up taking the bad guy suit, who's the known villain, and he they start to, it's really like funny. Because it's like you're playing on, like, to children. When you're a kid, you're watching you're a watching superhero. Guys, like, and, they, and they become a villain in a superhero. As a dad, you're like, these are just two dads trying to get the fucking toy for their kid. Yeah. So he ends up becoming Turbo Man. And they, they kick Booster. Sinbad knocks Booster off of the float. Because he's like, shut up, Booster. Nobody ever liked you. And kicks him off of the float. Fuck. And then the kids run over and start just, like, kicking Booster. What the fuck? And one of the kids say... We never liked you, fag. <laughs> oh shit! It's always crazy when movies drop the F. Yo, when the nineties, I was like, I said, Jesus. I said, I even think back then, I was like, yikes, man. Yeah. We never liked you, Booster. You're a fag. It's like, whoa, because he's pink. That's pretty he's a wild. Pink fucking saber tooth tiger. Yeah, like he's really corny. He doesn't do anything. Like they were really playing up that trope of the sidekick that people hate. Like how didn't He Man have a sidekick? Mm-hmm. Like, all those people had sidekicks that know about Johnny Quest and fucking uh, Alibaba. Yeah, that's not his name. No, but yeah, Muhammad. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
we'll go with that one. We'll keep it there. <laughs> but for sure, yeah. So it's like that. It was a lot of it is like you just reminded me of Superbad, where he's like. <laughs> He was like, it was either that or Muhammad. He was like, why the fuck would you choose Muhammad? And I will let, let you know that it's the most common name in the world. Yeah, read a fucking book for once. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is that so, so good. funny, yo. I wish that was set around Christmas. Yeah. That would be a, that would be really good. Yes. I honestly, one time I came up with a, uh, I wrote like a script uh, about high school teenagers and everything. And I wrote a whole script. And once I was done, I was like, this is super bad. I literally rewrote super bad in my own. There's no way around it. And the I was only like, way you could beat that is if you were like brown or black. Because it's movie. such a good story, really. But that's what Dope was. Dope was like super bad, but set in like an urban setting like LA. Yeah. Like they're getting into these antics. There's like funny moments. They're meeting mm-hmm. all these random well, super bad's people. LA too. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. it's like it's like a two, different. It's the same story from yeah. a different because they were like they were all Jewish kids from the suburbs and shit. Yeah. That's why I like dope so much. I was like, oh, this is like super bad. Yeah, yeah. Like still a smart kid like Evan. Like they was like you know one of the more kids of a smart. regular kid. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, super bad. Great, great. It's it's a great story because it's so simple. It's mm-hmm. just like they're trying to go to a party. But they have like a long ass time and a hard time trying to get to the party. And I literally wrote that was my concept. Yeah, is that it's like the last day of school. They're trying to go to party, but it, that day just takes forever. But that's kind of like how we're saying with Jingle All the Way, like those movies where it's like I'm just trying to meet this goal. Yeah, yeah. And it's something super simple as get a toy, get to For this your party kid, by Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Get get to the party with booze. Yeah. Because your friend has a fake ID, and then from there. Like the robbery like, just ends the whole yeah. Like and then from there they're still like I have to go to like instead of saying fuck this I'm just gonna go home mm-hmm. this is not where I would have They I just when they go in like that laundry room and then they start doing coke and they just start singing in the back and Michael Sarah starts he's singing. just like he's terrible. Can you imagine being seventeen? Well. <laughs> You live in Phoenix. I'm sure you know it's like to be like 17 around some wild shit. Just some 40 year olds doing yay. I mean, that's common here, but yeah, that's not where I'm from. But it's I've still seen old people do some wild shit. Yeah. You're like, whoa. Yeah, it's pretty, you know, like Jesus. It's pretty well. I've been. I, I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> we what well, we've known both of our families' backgrounds. We've seen some wild crazy. shit. Yeah, I've seen some some skin turn gray and shit like that. You know what I mean? But anyways, um. Number my number three. Should we yes, move on? yes, yes, yes. My number three is I'm gonna make it one. It's three movies: the Santa Claus trilogy with uh, yeah, that's Tim Allen. You like the third one? All of them, yeah. With uh, Martin Short as Jack Frost, great. It's not terrible. You're right. I mean, I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like yeah. I watched it, and I I just loved how they included who played Mother Nature. Uh, the black lady. She's so beautiful. Ever since I remember seeing that when I was a kid. The the third, he did all his hangers. <laughs> uh, jungle to Jungle is so slept on by Tim Allen. Santa Claus, the Santa Claus. That's what I'm talking about. The Santa Claus trilogy with yeah. Tim Allen, and I remember watching the first one and I fell in love with it. And um, I remember it's like I think that's one of the first times I found out, like what really what really a sequel is. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Because I watched the first Santa Claus over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I think my dad was like, there's a second one. And I was like, 
what do you mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like I, what? I was like, there's, more? there's like, uh, it adds on to the story kind of thing. And so we watched it and I was like, you literally see his, his kid grown up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Charlie and Charlie it's crazy to see Charlie. He's like, he's like in the family business. Like, yeah. he's like I'd help with Christmas every year. And he's also like turned bad, you know, like he mm-hmm. does the graffiti in the gym. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, it's so good. Like as a kid, I was like, it really continues. The second one, I like to. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. The I didn't like. I didn't dislike the third one. I do like the incorporation of the other like magical beings. Yeah, like, like Mother Guardians, Nature, the Sandman, the Guardians, or whatever. Father Time. Yeah, and all yeah. and Martin Short as that's the first that time. Was, I, yeah, the first time I ever heard of. Uh, and he was like, you could, you just wanted to hate him. Yeah, in that movie, he's a piece of. He was just like. He was so like I hate smug. He was like he was Miss, so fake. It was he like was... Mrs. Umbridge from Harry Potter, the lady in the pink dress. She would always smile, but she was like a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like that irritates you more with people when the they're like one? evil and they smile. Oh, the second one came out in two thousand two. When did the third one come out? Two thousand six. Okay, when I watched it, I might have been like it was new. Like when I watched it, yeah, for sure. But uh, but yeah, the Santa Claus trilogy is so good. That's the ultimate. This was this really has an argument for being number one, but I only like put it number my number three because it's three movies and just con- condense it all to one. And it's such like you watch it and you're like, it's Christmas. I could watch them all every day. At least Christmas. the first one. Yeah, the first one is so you good. You have to watch the first one. That makes you feel, Chris. That brings me into the Christmas. Spirit. And Tim Allen is so cool. Yeah, Tim Allen is so like I love. <laughs> That's literally what my brother calls his dog. Popo Gijo? Yeah. Popo Gijo. Hey, Barabbas. It's Barnabas. <laughs> Barabbas is... I rewind that part all the time. <laughs> hey, Barabbas. He just says it so, like, annoyed. And then what else? Oh, and I think that is cool. You were saying, like, he's really part of the family business. Like, he's really just like, oh, fucking Rudolph. Like, like, yeah. What's up, Rudolph? What's yeah, up, like, kind of thing. Like, he's so like into it. I think yeah. that's dope. And I kind of like the Mrs. Claus, like Claus mm-hmm. to the claw. I kind of like that. Like, you gotta find a wife now. Yeah, yeah. That's some like India. It's like some India shit. Like, you're about to get married <laughs> in 30 days, dude. Like, yeah. all right, that's cool, pre- man. Yeah, and it and it all lines up. Like, it's so just cool. Like, then he ends up marrying the principal who called him all the time. Mm-hmm. It's it's cool. It's super. It is a good. It is a good fucking movie. All right, you're number three. Number three is this movie called This Christmas. It's a black Christmas movie. This Christmas. Yes, I'm gonna show you. It's a. Uh, it had. That's why I call Max Baby. This Christmas. Do you have a decade or a year? I believe it's like 2006, 2007. Definitely haven't. It's Chris Brown. It's Definitely Brown. haven't seen it. Chris Brown, Delroy Lindo. Fucking, uh, it's a star studded cast of like black. Makai Pfeiffer? Damn. That's cool. This Christmas, yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't even heard of it, really. Yeah. Probably rented or something. Yeah, Delroy Lindo, Idris Elba, Loretta Devine, Chris Brown. See, baby. Michael Baby Whitfield. <laughs> that's what I always call People think I call him Baby because he's young. Yes, that's it. He's the youngest, but it's also because. He'll pop off on your ass. And <laughs> As we were just talking about previous oh, to this. Can I add an honorable mention right now? Yes, go ahead. Uh, Friday After Next. Oh, how did I forget that? I forgot it too. 
Friday after next. Man, rest in peace, Debo. R.I.P. Like for real. Damn, R.I.P. Fucking John Witherspoon. Damn, R.I.P. Fuck, I forgot he passed away. To be honest, I want to come here every time I take a shit and it stinks. <laughs> I was like, I want to, I want to go in there in a thirty-five, forty-five minutes. <laughs> Don't go in there about nothing. People, that saying. When you just took a shit, you could always say that to everybody. Yeah. I'm going there about 35, 45 minutes. <laughs> it's hilarious. I next Friday is my fit. Like I'll say this right now. This is probably a crazy like thing to admit. I've never seen the Friday. I've never seen the first Friday. That's fair. But I've only a lot of people have seen the second one. First. I've only seen next Friday, and I've only seen Friday after next. Yeah. Another thing where it's like, oh shit, this comes after. Like mm-hmm. it's next Friday, and then Friday after next, and then they. You came thought up- there were only those two? You didn't know there was a Friday? I didn't know. I found out later that yeah. there was a Friday. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. was like, uh, even still, I was like, I get all the. It's one of those movies where it's like you hear about it so much that so you feel like you already watched it. Yes. It's like Titanic. Yes. Like, I haven't seen Titanic, but, but you, I mean, that movie, everybody, that's one of those things that's like, you know how the fuck it ends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the ending is spoiled. Yeah. From, but, from the real history, the ending is spoiled. Oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as, like, the Jack right. and, and Rose. Yeah. But, exactly, yeah. There's been, it's been played up so much. But, yeah, This Christmas. Yeah, This Christmas, that's one of my, it's good music. Uh... It's a lot of Columbus Short, fucking Lauren London. Nice. Makai Pfeiffer, Regina Lauren King. London is in some great David movies. Banner's in the movie. David Banner. You should echo my voice when I said that. Can you do that? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Brandon T. Jackson, he's in it. Oh, no way. Dude, yeah. where has he been? He was in Lottery he's Ticket. he's rich. He was in Lottery Ticket and dipped. I think he's just chilling, yo. Lottery Ticket's great, too. Let's see what he's doing. Let's look it up oh, right no, now. Oh, no, no, no. He was in the Percy Jackson movie. Yeah, he was. So he got bread from that too. Percy. This dude don't need no money, and he's fun- and he oh, was in Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Drink booty sweat, baby. Big Drink Mama's house. He was. He wouldn't like that one. I laughed so hard at that third one because he plays Troy. Uh-huh. And he, it's this scene where he's like, they're playing. He has to dress up like a girl now too. And they go to college, mm. and this girl walks by. And he's like, damn. <laughs> he like says it out loud as he's dressed up as a woman. Dude, Brandon T. Jackson is the goat. He is funny, yo. Because oh, he was in BoJack Horseman. That's where he's been. Oh, he's making bread there. Oh, red. He's There's... a recurring actor on there. And fucking and there is a huge argument between the funniest movie of all time, Step Brothers, and Tropic Thunder. Like, there's a huge, especially for the time. Tropic Thunder almost beats it out because you can't make that now. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man did blackface. You know what I mean? The first shot. <laughs> and, and no black people, I'm going to say this, none no of us one were was mad. mad. Because we knew it was like, you're playing you're playing, you're a, playing a character. You're making fun of uh, people who make black. That's why we thought it was yeah. We were talking about you people. What are you talking about, you people? And he's literally like a British guy. And then he starts peeling off layers. He's like, "Oh, I'm Irish." Oh, wait, no. And he's like, <laughs> he just keeps going. It's and I, me and my brother, like basically memorized seven out of ten on IMDb, dude. That's really good for IMDb. For it's a ho- comedy. It's hard to get with above. Jack Black. Yeah, it's hard to get that high. And uh, the, me and my brother like memorize all the fucking the tra- the fake trailers in the beginning. The Al Pacino. I'm reloaded. Dude. Oh, my. Booty sweat. Booty sweat. Then he ends up with Lance Bass at the end. He's like, (laughs) 
Or it's like drink wait, booty sweat, popping ass open. That literally I think I could probably go word for word with that whole thing where it's like, I love a pussy, hell yeah, I love a pussy, hell yeah. Love a pussy dripping down to the floor. It was, these movies that make fun of the things that we're talking about. Well, it's like about. a rapper trying to be in a movie and it yes. makes fun of the the method actor. It makes fun of basically Ben Stiller's playing Tom Cruise, Jack Black's playing Jack Black. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of Friday after next, uh, not Friday after next, next Friday. Yeah. Ice Cube said that was his favorite to make. Because he knew what he was doing by that point. Mm-hmm. So he said, by that point, I knew how to write a script. He's like, Friday wasn't as fun as it could have been because he was trying to, like, it was his first movie. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like, you know it's on the line. Like, yeah. Ice Cube. But he said next Friday was definitely his favorite to make. And you can kind of tell because it's like. It's a, way it's more like a step, Yeah, it's a step funnier. Yeah. Like, and, and the most iconic fucking cholo of all time. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. If you weren't from the West Coast, you never experienced that. So mm-hmm. that's how we assumed all, like, if you're from the hood Mexican, yeah. that's how you were. Hey, fucker. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, wasn't that far off, right? It's not all, not everybody's like that, but I've definitely met of baby people. jokers yeah, yeah. since I've lived in Arizona. And there's I've seen them, a couple of people. them. The face tat thing, the bald head with the face tats. Yeah, the, the dicky shorts and the high. I've seen the high that. socks. Yeah, like I was like, oh man, that's fucking lit. Yeah, I was like, it's just like fucking Friday. Yeah, literally his, the reason I knew my dog. And his ass sister. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing that's here too. Such a thing. It's definitely a thing here. But yeah, literally the reason I named my dog Chica. Uh, Chica. Yeah, get the fuck stupid over ass here, over here. Stupid. You used to always say that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Chica, People think I'm fucking here. making or insulting <laughs> like, my really, dog. Yeah. But I'm like, no, get your stupid ass hey, over yo, here. Get your stupid ass. No more locked doors. And another thing, <laughs> my dad says that shit. <laughs> no locked doors. And that's what I'm saying is like with all these comedy movies and how many times we all see them. I even me like how many times I quote these movies even without even knowing I'm quoting these no, movies. No, Tyrone, I'm bilingual, not bisexual. God. It's not the same thing. <laughs> No, he said I'm bilingual. It's not the same thing. <laughs> no, I'm bilingual. It's not the same thing. <laughs> fucking, um, fucking. Uh, wait, was that the same one where he has the DVD shop, the adult shop, whatever? Where Pinky? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes. the same one. I think he passed away too. No, he didn't. Clifton Powell's very much alive. Are you sure? Yes. I think I heard he died. Did Clifton Powell fucking die, yo? Don't fucking say that. I swear. He's not dead, yo. I hate to be the one to break it to you if it's true. Oh, no, he's alive. Yeah. All right, cool. I always look. If it says says is or was, that's how you know they're dead. Shout out DC. On Wikipedia. Shout out DC. Woo, woo. Yo, that's why we love him. Clifton Powell. Everybody... Because he does, like, great movies, and then he'll still do, like, hood classics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? What up, Nelamite Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) That's what everybody loves to say when Christmas time. Merry Christmas, nigga! (laughs) Woman, Thou Art Loose. My mother loves that movie. Mental Society. Oh, he was in Bones. House Party. Civil, yeah. Ray. He was in Ray. Oh, he's in Dead Presidents. He was in Dead Presidents. He was uh, the, the dude, the pimp, who was giving his girl money. And he smacked uh, uh, Lorenz Tate down his fucking steps. That's why we love him. Because his dude, look, these are black ass movies. 
But yeah. some of them are like he's a bangers. Yeah, he's a legend in black cinema. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. He was in Norbit. That's why when you said Clifton Powell died, you almost like broke my heart on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, I was like started to be the one to give you. You almost the... broke my heart straight on I the podcast. I thought I podcast. heard someone say that. I bet you it was a rumor at one point. You know how the internet will kill people. That you're right. It the was internet, a rumor. Yeah, the internet will kill people in a heartbeat. That's that you're right. It was a rumor. We love him and Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo is the such a great because he will do both. And he looks ex you know he looks how he looks in this Christmas. That's how he looks in the heart of they fall. Yeah. That's exactly he looks at they look he looks as they hasn't that's yeah. twelve, fifteen years apart. Yeah, if you watch uh fuck, what's that movie? Clockers? Yes. If you watch Clockers and uh Fucking the harder they fall, same. The one he was in, the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Deborah Orlando's so good. He deserved an Oscar for the Five Bloods. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but um, I love Delroy Lindo. All right, where we at? Number, we at number two. Did I say number three? Mine was this Christmas. Okay, we at number two. Yeah, number two, Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn oh, and Reese Witherspoon. I should. I wish I had that on there too because it is probably in a situation that a lot of people have been in. Where you have to visit divorced parents, like two div- two sets of divorced parents, and it's just so a perfect storyline mm-hmm. for a Christmas movie. You're getting married to a person who's a product of divorce. Mm-hmm. That's so like crazy. Like we're both children of divorce. It's not crazy. That's actually more common. Usually. Yeah, because but that's like kind of why why you, you guys are the way you are. Yeah. yeah, because yeah, four Christmases, each family being completely different. Mm-hmm. It, it's and John Favreau. And his bro is hilarious. Mm, he puts him in the arm bar. He humps his arm. He's like, mm, mm. John Favreau in uh in Four Christmases is probably the the hardest I ever laughed. To be honest, but it's also a very heartwarming movie. Yeah, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw <laughs> the fucking baby. Yeah, yeah. I can't fucking do it. I can't yeah. fucking do it. Fucking Vince Vaughn. I love him. I don't know why people hate Vince. Vaughn. My mom is because he's so interesting and cool. I hit, it sounds like I'm dick riding. Yeah. But like when people hated people hated on him uh like two, three years ago. I remember that they were at the Super Bowl. He was at the Super Bowl and he sat next to Donald Trump. Yeah. He's he a right just, he's right wing. And he just talked to him. And like I I don't even think that like if he was right I didn't even care if he was right wing yeah. left wing. I was just thinking like if you're Vince like I imagine him being really cool. Like if I sat next to sat next to Donald Trump and I was like old as fuck, not old as fuck, but if I was in my fifties i probably just try to chop it up. And I'm Vince Vaughn. It's the fucking president. We're at the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, this is the goddamn, I don't care who he is. I talk to the president of the United States. Yeah. I would talk to Donald Trump, too. Yeah, I would Just be, for the story. I would just be talking to him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just, I don't want to say disregard, but, you know, just talk to that's him. The, well, we and, already but, know but, that's but, the downfall of cancel culture. But you know what I mean? Like, th- that's what happened to him. He was just talking to him. And, well, I've heard, and people, I kinda, were, and I people were yeah. all like, he's right wing. And then fucking. people started coming out. They're like, Caesar. I didn't care, though. I was like, he, yeah, I was like, he's, he's probably rich, just chopping it up. He's probably I don't want I want people to remember this. And I say this so truthfully, I expect certain if you're mad that Walmart supports Donald Trump, mm-hmm. you're an idiot. If you're mad, Target supports Donald Trump. You're mm-hmm. an idiot. If you're mad, if you're mad, any people support conservatism, you're an idiot because they like money. Yeah. This Vaughn is a rich guy. Yeah. And so you think The Rock isn't conservative? You think fucking, you think Kevin Hart isn't conservative yeah. a little bit? 
Like, get the come on, guys. Yeah. So when when people are like, "Oh, fucking Vince Vaughn's right wing," I was like, "How the fuck? He's just talking to the president. He never. He does. He's not even political like come that. On, like, guys, he doesn't yeah. even have a Twitter. He doesn't have social media. Like, people. He's old. School that's why rich. he was canceled. Yeah. Because he was taught. He was sitting next to him at the Super Bowl. And that's liberal Hollywood. You can't. Be I was just like, all right, but I but. I saw Vince Vaughn in a movie this year called North Hollywood that I've mentioned a couple times. He's but, actually a good actor too. He's super good, and but he's hilarious too. Like yes. fucking Wedding Crashers, he's hilarious. I fucking his I can make it rain out here. His mannerisms are hilarious. My mom once told what me. What do you want me to do? My mom once told me that if they were to make a movie about me, Vince Vaughn would play me. Yeah, and I was like, that's amazing. That's pretty. That's a pretty act because he can play like chill. But also like hype, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. He was hilarious. He was in there. Mom, you almost got shot, Mom. I don't remember you that. You know we're on Defcon Delta. He was living with his mom still, but he was a spy, and she was like Johnny. He was like Mom. He like Dude, yelled at her. I don't remember Dude, that. Dude, he was hilarious in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, he was in Dodgeball. He was an Anchorman. Freaky was good. The Lost World. He was in that. He Old got snatched school. up by the pterodactyl. <laughs> Those, the pterodactyl scene in Jurassic World, not Jurassic, Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park, the Lost World, when they were in the aviary, yes. and the fucking thing comes up, have the, you talked about that on the podcast, nah. where he comes through the fog, you don't remember that scene? No. Oh, Jesus Christ. Also, Swingers is hilarious. The One of the greatest indie films ever. I think the budget for that was like a couple thousand. I watched that about six times. I used to have The Cell, Slept On, J-Lo. Ooh, she had on the... Never mind. Uh, Starsky and Hutch. Start The Breakup. That movie... I watched that movie. First of all, how long is that movie? Like two and a half hours or something like that? It's a long fucking movie. 106 minutes. An hour and 46, so like two hours yeah. for a rom com. That's, that's, that's a long fucking time. Usually, like they cut it down hour 20, hour 30. Hour 20, and that's like with credits, usually. Yeah, the, he that movie pissed me off. Oh, so bad. On another honorable mention, Fred Claus. How do we forget Fred Claus? Such a great I forgot concept. About, I forgot about that one too. That's Such a, a good concept. Delivery Man with Be oh, Cool. Oh, you was in Be Cool. Be Cool. Hey, yo, what's up? <laughs> Unfinished business that actually wasn't bad. Oh, he either. was in the movie Arkansas. I haven't the binge, seen it. A case, man, fucking that's right, man. Oh, he was the narrator for the 85 Bears documentary. That and his name is Vince Vaughn. Fucking alliteration, dude. He was the narrator for uh the 85 Bears 30 for 30. And he has such a cool voice when he's talking about football, the greatest team of all time, the 85 Bears. It's just like you feel it. Like his, you know what I mean? his his speech voice is good. His his timing is his pace is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's it's there with Denzel. Yeah, and that's saying something. That's saying something. As far as pacing goes, I'll give you that. Because Denzel, like, you know, okay, so listen, hear me out. This is gonna be a, a crazy analogy, but you know how like, there's have you ever heard of that thing that's on the internet? I heard about it on the internet, but there's this thing where it's like you play a certain sound uh, near a cat, and yes. then it kind of reminds it of. of- being a in ancient Egypt. being a god in, yeah. in ancient Egypt, I feel like when I hear Denzel talk, it like hits me to where it's like, oh shit! Like, I think people say that means you have so like you have a soul. You know what I mean? Like you have or you have soul. That's what it is. Where it's like even with certain songs, like when you hear certain like drums or like a drum break, it kind of you're like, 
Ooh, As a, I would tell people all the time, there's a reason when I listen to certain rappers, when y'all are like, I remember I tell you how like Playboy, Playboy Cardi, that yeah. album that I famously disliked. Dialed, and I yeah. kept telling you, I'm like, something is empty about it. And I always thought it was the beats. Then I realized it's probably like my age and like the con, like even just his soul is not in it. He's just yeah. making music for money. Where Frank Ocean and I listen to Moon River Ooh. and I'm crying in Moon the car. Moon River, what a fucking song. That song is the song where I'm like, this is that's putting your soul into music. If fucking that's a song. If dude. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, every note he fucking watching fucking um. This is it. His document. I cried at Michael I Jackson's document. I haven't seen doc- that. Cried. I haven't seen there, that. There's a last scene where they, all of the people who were on a tour with him, when they were just about to start, they found out he passed away. It's like mm. the most heartfelt, like, 15 minutes. Like, because he, he was like, yo. People were like, if you're a dancer and you're dancing for Michael Jackson as his backup dancer. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, what that means? That's crazy. You made a living in something that people just call, like, movement. Like mm. you're so it, stuff like that really does, and like, really because of Michael Jackson, yeah, that's a profession putting yeah. a soul, yeah, into something. I think that's even why people like my beat because they're not anything super special. Like Metro Boomin's beats aren't anything super yeah. special. Like, there's some Metro Boomin beats that are literally just a boom, boom, boom like whatever, you know what I mean? But it's be- but it's just the touch, it's like a Scorsese movie, the most common, you know, not common, but like. It's like House of Gucci. Mm-hmm. I said that's a Scorsese movie because Scorsese just has that. That something is just he something it. in it. You can tell when he reads a script. Mm-hmm. He re- he's probably has read thousands. Oh yeah, probably of scripts because a lot of his in books because a lot of his movies are either based on a true story or based on a based off of a book. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he would or like he'll read a book and he's like get someone else and he's like all right let's write this let's get so and it's. Putting your, I want to say that art is when we talk about. I know how me and you even both talk about how you say you want to make movies for like to satiate yourself, or yeah. how I like I make my beats to like myself, mm-hmm. or that I like for myself. I listen to my beats all the time. Mm-hmm. It still is to remember like this is supposed to make somebody feel what I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is when it- I listen mm-hmm. to like trap music for the first time, mm-hmm. like people who get into this and I think they just want to be cool. Yeah, who wants? Who doesn't want to be fucking popular? Yeah, yeah I want to go to a party that. with like, dude. I want to be famous. Who doesn't? <laughs> I don't want to be famous. I just want to be in that clique that I know that gives me like leverage to like make my community better. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can get shit done if I know Mav Carter or some shit like yeah. that. Or like, dude. <laughs> yeah, I can get shit done for the community if I know these people. Yeah, you know, I can get to the people who fund this shit who have never. Yeah. You know, and they it, said a lot of that is access. It is one of those things where it's like when someone makes something, you can really tell. If they mm-hmm. have energy and like soul, like that's why I always, what I always say is energy. When mm-hmm. you put an energy into it, like when I, when I watch uh good time, there's so much in it. And that's kind of what I touched on. Like, well, not on the podcast, but I talked to you about it of how, like how much, and not only how much energy is in it, but the certain type of energy they put into it to when you watch it. It's one of those things for me is like, if I watch it when I'm high, and you know how like you can like feel energy more. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like you can tell this is not a good one. This right. is not a good frequency. Yes, exactly, exact. Some movies, like that's why even with, as I hate to bring it up again, but some Marvel movies had soul, some didn't. Age of Ultron, 
You can tell whoever yeah. read it or whoever directed it didn't yeah. care. Yeah, like it was like phoned in kind of thing. But on Infinity War, the boom, everybody was like, yo, we're making one of the biggest movies mm. and that's what, ever. And that's what it has everyone. to be. When everyone does it, and that's with life. Like that's when with it, life. And it's like when everyone's on the same page. And that's what I mentioned with The Departed. Yes. Like with Anthony Anderson, you can tell like, oh, I'm on a Scorsese movie. Mm-hmm. Let me go all. Let me do my thing as high as I can because this is a Scorsese movie. Like we got to do, we all got to do our thing. And I think that's why now in like the second half of Scorsese, like the second era of Scorsese movies, they're way m- much better acting because people care mm-hmm. about this legacy that is a Scorsese. I mean, movie. I can, I'm not doing this for money. I love working yeah. for Martin Scorsese. And that's why a lot of actors, when you see them do these bad movies, sometimes it's not that good. Like uh, Chris Hemsworth uh, made a movie for Michael Mann, and he made he directed Heat, mm-hmm. one of the greatest heist, the greatest heist movie of all time. And uh, Chris Hemsworth was like, I'm going to make a Michael Mann movie. And he came out with Black Hat mm-hmm. and wasn't that good. But, I mean, Michael Mann isn't any, you know, isn't Scorsese, but it's still like, there's these directors that actors love or that everybody loves, and they want to like be a part of that legacy. Right. You know what I mean? Real quick, uh, talking about soul. Happy uh, belated birthday to the great Chadwick Boseman. Yes, born November. He would have been. They said forty-five. Way too young. Wait, he would have been forty-five. I cried the other day when I saw that it was his birthday. <sighs> I shed a. I shed a thug. It's tear. hard, dude. I it's, shed a thug tear every time I see him. I can't unsee myself now. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> Cause it's when the kids were like, when Matt, Roman and Max were just like, thought it was the same what? person. Yeah, they were like, because you grew fuck? your hair out and you had the beard. beard and I looked just like him you at look, that time. And you and you were like, you had the Black Panther shirt too that looked like you know the the costume. The, I uh, made people at my job excited for that movie. I was wearing all the merch before it ever even came out. Mm-hmm. It was and it, it was, dude. Like that's, when you're talking about soul and cultural significance and. Chadwick, he was a black hero. He yes. literally played Jackie Robinson, James Brown, fucking uh, fuck, I forgot his name. Hold on, hold yeah, on. James Brown, Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, Thurgood Marshall, and he was in Ma Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom dude, was so good, dude. I remember I didn't watch that uh like the whole year. Mm-hmm. And then I remember it got nominated for an Oscar. I was like, that's the only one I haven't seen. So I watched it and I was like, oh, dude. Like, why didn't I watch this? Chadwick. They didn't even give him the Oscar, which is one of those things I was like, I would probably be frustrated if they did because mm-hmm. it's one of those posthumous awards. He didn't talk about that movie, did he? Gods of. Oh. He did not talk about. We don't talk about that movie. It actually didn't do that bad. It got a 5.4. I bet you it's probably not a terrible movie. Probably not the worst movie. We just couldn't at the time. That was definitely for me the beginning of the woke movement. Gods I remember that. Gods backlash. of Egypt. Yeah, because that's when black people were like, "All right, dude, enough of that shit." Yeah, enough. Actually, I think that's one of is that one of his like first roles or probably not one of his first main big roles. Yeah, because right after that, because I remember him. I remember oh, Nine Kisses. No, not Nine Kisses. Get on up. Definitely, Jackie Robinson 42. was the. Uh, I think Forty Two was like his first big. Definitely, because he played. They said his. Seven point five on IMDb. Dude, that's a. I remember seeing the trailer when I was. I would rewatch the trailer. I, think I cried on that movie. I'm pretty sure. I would rewatch the trailer over and over and over and over again. A nice black triumph story will make me cry, depending on my mood at the time, how I'm feeling about myself. Yeah, that shit will get me right in my. Did you shit. say your number two? 
No, I didn't. What, what did we we started this Christmas, right? Four Christmas. Four Christmases. You know, four Christmases was, was mine. Your, yeah. And then I said, shout out Fred Claus. Yes, yes. So my number two is Home Alone 2. Oh, nice. Wait. Is Joe Wait a minute. No, wait. Jingle on the way. This Christmas. Elf. That's four. So my number two, Bad Santa, Elf. Oh, that's Elf was my number two. Match match with yours. That's why I didn't. We didn't bring oh, it okay, up. Okay, okay. That's what I'm confused about. Yeah. yeah. So Elf is so number Helma, two. So Elf was my number two, and so we already we talked about yeah, that yeah. in depth. Number one. And then number one is Home Alone two, because that's that's, good. that's a movie as a child because well, of when it came out, I didn't understand what two meant, so I thought that was the first movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, you're talking about one. Yeah, I think I thought Home Alone two was the name of it. I think I don't think I watched. I'm talking about the Fast and the Furious. I don't think I watched the Fast and the Furious. I think I remember seeing clips and parts because I was really young when I saw it. But I remember watching the fuck out of Two Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. And then I wa- I rewatched the first one. I was like, oh, I remember seeing like the opening race, you know, in the Fast and the Furious. And I watched all of it. And then I watched Two Fast and Furious, and I was like, oh, because if you had the DVD, you had the the short film. That was like the yes. Do you remember the John Singleton short film that was like, but literally the with transition the two cars, wasn't it? It, it was, was with both the cars, the yeah, purple and the green one. It was literally the transition uh, between the first one and the second one, where it's him moving to Miami. Yes, and it's him. Yes, Do you remember I remember that? it now. It's crazy, I had right? Too Fast, Too Furious on DVD. On DVD, and like if you, I think if yeah. if you choose it, you see the little short film where you see him leaving LA. Staying in the hotel in, in Miami and getting the new car. And and Act a Fool video was on the DVD too, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? The music video. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Ludacris. Uh, dude, remember Man, people be talking don't talk shit. People Ludacris gave us bangers in the yeah, early two thousands, yo. Um and workaholics. He was just like, did, did the world know Ludacris could act? <laughs> too fast, too furious, bro. He murdered it. <laughs> Which he did as Tej. As Tej. He was just Ludacris. Yeah. He was just cool. Yeah. He was the end. And was now, he a mechanic? Yes, he was. Now, he's a he was a mechanic that they tried to hint at that was a genius because of how he designed. He did like the low jack shit. Yeah. Whatever, he, or... Yeah. He was the, yeah, he did the low jack shit. So that was the first foray. It's like, oh, he does this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he can build a spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> but and fucking outfit a Dax. Or maybe he could, but now that he has the accessibility. Cause he's a spy now. Yeah. He did say that in like five. He was like, oh, I'm excited. Cause now I have like access to all this shit. Yeah. Maybe he would. I... I think he might be the best character in that movie. In the franchise. <laughs> Ludacris. Next yeah. to next to fucking Tyrese. Tyrese, I think Ludacris might be the best actor in that movie. Yeah, Fast Five is good, but anyways, um, but yeah, so yeah, Home Alone two, Donald Trump before he was the president, Zoe saw that movie and was like, is "Oh that yeah. the president?" He's like, "Is that the president?" I said, "Me and Amanda looked at each other and said, yeah." No, it's like it's should, not because we don't care about like, the politics. It's just anymore. like, yeah, I'm just uh, no, this was when he was still the president. Oh, that's when you watched it? Yeah. I thought it was like the other day. No, 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 no. But she was, I was like, no, he was, I said, yeah. And I, I think we just just like, this is America. I don't care who he is. The guy who was in fucking Little Rascals and Home Alone, because that's how you know he's a narcissist. He just wanted to see himself in movies. Yeah. That's all he wanted to see. Like, I, just see him, I like to see myself on screen. Yeah. And doesn't he give him money or some shit like that? 
In Home Alone 2? No, he just says, like, hey, mister, where's this? He's like, it's oh, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all he says. And then they, like, hold the shot on his face a little bit. It's like, jeez. They're like, we get that. But that was when Donald Trump was, like, cool. He, he was synonymous with New York and, like, making And, like, making money. Yeah, he was, he was a, the rap Because that song, because Mac Miller has a song called Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And then, uh. One of my favorite songs. Ray Sremmerd has the Up Like Trump. Mm-hmm. Up Like Donald Trump. That shit goes hard, but didn't age well. Didn't age well at all. But that they shit. hyped him up too much. He believed in himself. <laughs> they were like Ray Sremmerd. He was like, "Yo, rappers like me, I can definitely be the oh, president." Damn, I think Ray Sremmerd was the cause. Yeah, he <laughs> up like Trump. That nigga was up. He became the literal most powerful person on the planet for four years. Damn. Who look back on that? I want to say it's stupid, but there is something to it. It's just like the American dream, bro. Yeah. He. Yeah, no matter I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. No matter how you got there, if you look at it from a different perspective, from his perspective, he's like, "I'm fucking rich. Let me run for president." And he became president and did his own thing. No matter how you feel about him, that's what he did. Like he literally, people chose him. He did his American dream. Yes, and so, but literally, he said, "Fuck y'all, I'm gonna do my dream." And then once he was done, he was like, "Peace." You ain't heard from him since. Yeah, he's out. Deuces. But um. My number one, uh, the Polar Express. I had that on there. I took it off. I one because the animation style is mm. notorious for being very creepy. Christmas-y. It's very creepy too. It is weird because it's so. Re- it was the first like real it looks like real and you're it, like Tom Hanks. You think something? Tom Hanks is like five people. Tom Hanks is Santa Claus. Tom Hanks is the conductor. Tom Hanks is the homeless guy on top of the train. Tom Hanks is. A lot of things. Look up uh, how yeah, many things fucking, is Tom uh, Hanks? If we're gonna look up uh, Polar Express, Tom Hanks, his best movie because he was multiple characters, and he still killed it too. But yeah, the Polar Express is uh, uh, notorious for being super creepy, but super good. Yeah, and it's it's like and it's also weird. Like it, it's almost open ended in a way. I'm pretty sure of like. You don't know if it's a dream. Right. And you don't and know it, if this kid's I thought he was dead. He's, oh fuck, dude. That's probably a theory. I think that's one of the theories I heard. That was one of the main theories I heard. Like, all oh, them kids is dead. Yeah, look up uh, Yeah, that's the train coming to pick up their souls, like Kathleen or whatever his name is. Fuck, dude. Dark as fuck. Maybe that's why it's so creepy. Yeah. You see? They're going to heaven. It's Christmas uh, time. What feels more like what feels more like heaven than Christmas? Look. And it's Jesus' birthday. That looks like Asgard. High key. Inspo from Ragnarok or any Thor movie. Look, all right, go to Tom Hanks and w- go over his name. What he is- was the hero boy, the father, the conductor. <laughs> he was his dad. Yeah. He was the conductor, the hobo. He was Scrooge. And, and he, he was, was Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. He was six people. Fucking great. Like. 3.1. Y'all done lost your fucking mind. 3.1 is a little low. A little low for this movie. Robert Definitely Z- brought back Christmas movies. Robert Zemeckis. In 2004, this movie... I don't think The Grinch would have been made without this movie. Go to Robert Zemeckis' name. Uh, He did all Tom Hanks shit. Yeah, Forrest Gump, Castaway. All three fucking Back to the Futures. Death Become... He did Flight? Flight is crazy, bro. Cra- Flight is Crazy a wild movie. movie. We should have a whole fucking episode about that movie. Because Flight is wild. I think for, wild, for our tra- my Tragedy of Macbeth episode, uh, let's talk about Flight before. 
because flight is wild. When he says, help me, God, I was like, damn. He made the Christmas Carol. Is that the Christmas Carol with uh, uh-huh. with Jim Carrey? Yes. Yes, it is. You can tell by the face. <laughs> that, I love that movie. That one's creepy, too. I didn't really name any like Christmas Christmas movies. Like Christmas Carol has been done... A lot of a lot. We even even not even remakes, just kind of adaptations. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, you know what movie I should have put on there? Honorable mention: Jingle Jangle. Which one's that one? That's the Netflix movie with Forrest Whitaker. Jingle Jangle. Yo, you talk about a Christmas movie. This movie, I think it got like nominated for like all kinds of shit. It has Key, uh, Key and uh, Key in it. Uh, Key and Pell. Hell, Keegan Michael Key, Jingle yeah. Jangle Christmas Journey, Hugh Bonneville. Like, if you're talking about, some, I never even heard of that. Oh, dude, this was huge in the black community because this is an all black cast, basically. Mm. I don't think it's all black. I think it's basically all black. Forrest Whitaker, Keegan Michael Key. Wait, I thought it was someone else. Even if it was the person I was thinking about, I don't even know why it would be here. Because I'm thinking of Hugh Maskula. He's an African jazz artist. You know, that's why I don't... Some people take the fun out of movies. It's like, relax, guys. That's what I was thinking. Like, with that movie, that new Christmas movie that just came out, 8-Bit Christmas. Yeah. On Letterboxd, the reviews are, like, predictable. Fucking... That's, I was like, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, like... They, some people just like <laughs> to be that person. Like, I want to sound pretentious. Like, I know what's going on. And it's just like... You're the motherfuckers who like Life of Pi. <laughs> I I remember I watched that movie with Josh and we kind of turned it off halfway. Me and Josh watched it and once we got to the part where the whale comes mm-hmm. and it's all bright, bright. in the ocean, we were like, "That's nah. the part you want to see. That's all you saw in the fucking previews." I'm like, "That's how long it took us to get here." And this then we're like, bullshit. "Okay, we're done." <laughs> Movies suck. Dude. But uh, but yeah. But Forrest Whitaker's in it, y'all. This is I. This is my HM. I have two HMs, which is the Grinch also. Which one? The Grinch. The Jim Carrey one? Yes, absolutely. I like the new one. The Illumination one. Yes, that one's also good, too. I just love the animation style. I love the Tyler, the Creator soundtrack. I love the Pharrell produced. Yes, like, it's such a, it's, it's a really nice. But the Grinch with Jim Carrey has given us so many memes. So many. So many. The one where he's like that in the camera and he's <laughs> bouncing back and forth. <laughs> it's literally fucking. And he played the fuck out of that role. It was. Yeah, a great movie. That's kind of well matched for like Jim Carrey level courage. You know what I mean? Like his like animation of himself. The set design was oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Was that Rob Cohen? Ron Howard. Ron Howard the goat. His daughter who's smoking hot. Who's his daughter? Fucking uh, I want to say Jessica Chastain, but it's the lady who looks like her from Jurassic World. Look up uh somebody. I I know who her daughter is. We looked this up before. Goldie Hawn. That's her name? That's her mom. You're talking about uh, Kate Hudson. Ron Howard. Children. Daughter. Yeah, her. Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, yeah, she's cute. Oh, she's a, she is in, what's it called, Jurassic. Yeah. Oh, she's really cute. Yeah, that's why Damn, I thought she was Jessica Chastain. They look Chastain. just like each other. You see why I thought they were the same person? They really do look like each other. Jessica Chastain, she's beautiful. 
Jessica Chastain reminds fans she's not Bryce Dallas Howard in TikTok. <laughs> That's hilarious. But uh, she I, lost weight. Look, she used to be chubby. Oh shit! She looks like a redhead Adele when she's yeah, she when, she, when she's chubby. Yeah, she does. Jessica Chastain. Oh my god, I can't get enough. Of she's so, Jessica they Chastain. Both bad though. Jessica Chastain is probably top five most beautiful actresses of all time. I think Meryl Streep is number one. Meryl Streep is so bad. You know, she went up in my book when she talked about Go-Go. I knew it was scripted, but I didn't care. She said the words out of her mouth. <laughs> but, uh... Yeesh! She's beautiful. Oh, look, there's Oscar Isaac. They were fucking having sex on the red carpet, basically. Have you they seen? probably are in real life. <laughs> they said those people, those rich people do that shit all the time. They're like, we're rich, dude. Like, because they were in scenes from a marriage, the scenes from a marriage series. And I think they're method acting. Yeah, we're going to get into this for sure. Is that them again? Oh, no. That's her husband. That's her real husband. They're probably. I'm not, I'm not going to be get vulgar. Man, right those, are, those are Hollywood people. Let's just imagine. All right, that's enough of that. She uh, got the fucking. <laughs> the that got the head. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, my number one, Polar Express. For sure, I, that's a great. That's a great call. That's a great call. And uh, your honorable mention was great. And let's yeah, give shout out. I want to give shout out to Die Hard, Lethal Weapon. Mm -hmm. I what about what? Batman Begins? That's a great one too. That's a. I was thinking about that too. I thought about. I was, Amanda was like, "Isn't that Batman?" I said the first one because it's like set in Christmas. Yeah, because my I, when I was doing my top five, I'm just like, I'm not gonna try to make an argument. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna do straight Christmas. But the honorable mention should be Lethal Weapon, Die Hard, and like Batman. I, I was eyes wide shut. Is is one? It's not about Christmas, you know, but it's, but it's during Christmas. Oh, Six Degrees of Separation is kind of set in Christmas. The Will Smith movie. I know yeah, you probably yeah. never seen it, but I'm pretty sure that's that's. I'm 99 percent sure that's set in Christmas. What? Because he's in New York doing. It's cold outside. So. And uh, yeah, there's even like Goodfellas. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? There's Christmas is such a great backdrop because if anything non happy is happening, <laughs> yeah, it's way it's great. It it's hits, a good juxtaposition. It it's way harder. You're like, that's not supposed to be happening. Yeah, it's like this supposed to be the happiest day of the year. The happiest time of the year. I'm trying to think what Especially I... movies where they make horror movies where they play Christmas music and somebody dies like in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. It's like ching 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 and he fucking kills herself or yeah. kills herself. I don't get it. Kills herself. She didn't kill herself. She was oh. murdered. Oh, she had poison in her system, like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. All right. That's episode. Don't, don't get us. Don't get us <laughs> fucked up, bro. We on Spotify, yo. They gonna hear the algorithm. Don't do that. Hear me say, you know who on trial right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, she should have not be named. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but um, I ain't trying to get caught up. But I think we should end it. How? Oh far? yeah, we had two hours. It's twelve o'clock. Damn, that was good. Yeah, I, I, it went better than I thought. It, it not. I don't think the energy is all the way here, but it was still really good, though. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I I liked it. It was a solid. We talked a lot. We co we covered a lot of stuff. I think that's what made it good. Oh yeah, it was a lot. That's how we got two hours in. <laughs> I, I thought. I honestly thought this was gonna be like forty five minutes. Oh no way! I you were. I think you doubt yourself in your podcasting abilities now. But the, you were. We said it. We do this now. I like tripled forty five minutes. Yeah, but, we do this now. But uh, yeah, that's none of this really matters. Episode thirty six. Deuces. And next week, 
It's not Merry Christmas yet. No, next week is next our episode. is gonna be our GDT. Next week, okay. Next week is the fifteenth, and after that, the twenty second. Okay, so we'll be out three days before. So yeah, next week we're gonna be. No, 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 no. Sixteenth, twenty third. That'll be our next episode. That's right. That's right. Sixteenth, twenty third. Then then thirtieth is gonna be our last mm-hmm. episode of the year. Mm-hmm. But um. Um. Yeah. Next week, Guillermo del Toro. Our prep for Nightmare Alley. We're gonna. We tried our Guillermo del Toro before, which we that was before we had like the guests come in and we had, you know, just a whole bunch of different shit going on, trying to figure out what the podcast is gonna be. Yeah. And then, uh, but now we're gonna really do the Guillermo del Toro. Yes. In just in time. Movies. I'm gonna watch Chronos. Chronos, dude, you're gonna love it. I got the blue. We got a soundbar Blu-ray player now. So. You're you're gonna love because I love Chrono. But talk, just the way it's a Mexican vampire story. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing like it, dude. There's nothing like like Chronos and um, and Ron Ron Perlman speaking bad Spanish. The movie is hilarious. Si se pueda. <laughs> but but yeah, Chronos great. We watched Shape of Water. We can rewatch. We can rewatch. I'm gonna rewatch all of them, to be honest. Save like, water, that turquoise man, and fucking. Uh, so we. St- oh, that's, oh, that's one I, movie I'll let be open ended. Since the last, <laughs> true. Since the last time, um, uh, open. Beginning. I have a, I have an argument. Uh, open beginning. Because her origins yeah. are weird. Yeah, yeah. She's a mystery. Person. When it starts, yeah, because she's a mute. Yeah. She says one word, right? At the end. No, she, she sings for like a whole scene, remember? But but she actually says a word to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like in dialogue. Mm-hmm. But but the thing is, when people try to bash on the lighthouse, I my argument that I've come up with like recently is just like the Shape of Water won Best Picture of the Oscars. And that's about a girl having sex with a fish. Or no, it's about Titan. Like, how is Titan not gonna win? Or try to win an Oscar, but The Shape of Water won Best Picture, and that's about a girl trying to fuck a fish. Did you ever see anybody fucking Titan? You never see her bang the fish. And Titan? I don't know what the movie. Not about, really. But you never see her bang a fish. I she w- kisses the damn thing. She does have sex with a car. I heard that. Yeah, I heard that part. But that's you know what the sad part is? It's not unheard of. Not crazy. It's on TLC. Yeah, the guy who, My Strange who, who makes out with his car. And bangs the tailpipe. Yeah, crazy. Just a thought. Of, oh. But, uh. uh <laughs> STD. Do you even get an STD from that? Is that like you would your you get like a carbon a, poison? You would, yeah, probably get poisoned or something like, like your that. Your dick is decrepit because you got taking in like. Probably, yeah, it would be like, like, uh, like gaseous. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like swollen or something. Like Oof. it's stuck in It'll there. It'll probably turn yellow or something. Ugh. You know what I mean? It just dies off. Like, you know, when like. When people die of carbon, you know when they sit in the garage mm-hmm. and they turn yellow? It does that to your dick. It kills the... It would kill the nerve endings of, like, your dick? I've heard that's actually one of the... Like, when something dies on your body, they say that's one of the worst... Like, that's some of the worst pain you will ever feel in your Damn. life. Like, when, like you have, like, necrosis shit. on your body. Like, it's some of the... Because your cells are legitimately, like, ending. You feel them mm. dying. That's crazy. So, like, people get radiation poisoning. Like, that's what it does. And, like, it eats your... Body Oof. from like the cells out, 
So it's killing the cells, Ooh. and then it starts to break down from that that way out. That sucks. So like your blood I, cells oh. start to break down. Because I always think skin. about like my body internally. Like when I think about my heart, mm-hmm. it's just like I just imagine blood is just going. It's a big fucking. It's muscle. a vessel. It's a big ass vessel. You know what I mean? That without you can. People have lived without it in science before for like 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. They like took you. Oh, that's how the heart transplant is. They take your heart out for like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty oh. dope, actually. And you, that's crazy. They're just, they're like, still like apocalypto? Blood. Yeah, they're still pumping blood through your body. You just don't have the heart doing it at this Ooh, moment. That's crazy. You just need blood going to your brain. That's why brain dead is like, oh, you're dead, dead. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your heart can stop and you died a little bit. It's, it's like, it's almost. You died a little it's bit. It's almost. That's funny. Like, I died a little bit. You know, like when you have the flip phone, you could take the battery out, but if it's plugged into the charger, it still it's stays still, on. That's such a great analogy. That's a throwback. That's a throwback one. That's good. <laughs> I forgot about that, man. I could probably they used to do that. That's a throwback. That's good. One. Yeah. But, but <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Yeah. But really good. Uh, since now and uh, the when we tried to do the first uh, Gimlet Tour episode, I said I wasn't able to get a hold of an English or English subtitled version of the devil's backbone Mm -hmm. so i wasn't able to watch it i found one on blu-ray so i got it i'll let you borrow it and we can love gdt i do love i love me some guillermo del toro and then there's pan's labyrinth hellboy i think pan's labyrinth and crimson peak are still on netflix i tried watching pan's labyrinth not that i didn't like it I just feel like I wasn't on the... Cause I know it was a huge deal back in the day. Mm-hmm. I feel like knowing that, I missed the wave of it being like that huge big of deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's David Bowie, right? Is no, 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 no. That's Labyrinth. Oh, okay. Never mind then. People confuse them all the time. Yeah. I always talk about Pan's Labyrinth and people are like, oh, David Bowie. But... That's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. Pan's Labyrinth is actually good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Great. It has like fairies and shit in it. Yeah. It sounds like it. All right, I'm in there. That's literally like the opening scene. I'm in there. Little girl sees like a fairy in the forest. Speaking of fairies, did you like Bright? No. <laughs> that I'm, makes sense. Like, it's not your, it's not your genre. Yeah. I watched it again. I can the see other why day. it's not a bad movie, but it's I not, don't, I don't like it. That's all I wanted people to say. I just don't like it because of how obvious the metaphor is. You know what I mean? It wasn't subtle. Oh my God, it, you're right. That it was, was. It just wasn't subtle. I ignored that part when I watched it again. I was like, Jesus, yeah. I was just shoving it down my throat. Yeah, I'm orange. sure if you ignore it, then it's good. When it's just it them two, because when I first saw it, that was what I got from it. Was like, Jesus, like the whole LA. Like it's a great. Yeah, it's like a great. It's a great way to. Sometimes you do have to do that yeah, for people to like. I figured you can't just put a black guy in there like, hey, like black people. Like, no, this dude's a different. Species, you yeah, love and, him the, too. and the whatever and he they has are. his own Elves, people. Right? Yeah, no, he was an orc. Orc, and he and are. they were like, to me, they were like what you were like Native Americans or Mexicans. Like they're very like very into their own community. Like mm-hmm. if you're not blooded, what they said, you're not a part of the like family. Yeah. You're not an orc. Essentially, and just like the way they treat him is yeah. And he was a wild. cop. They were like, yeah. you're a fucking cop, yo. He was the first orc cop. And they were I want like, to rewatch it. It doesn't sound bad now that we're not. I now mean, I'm thinking about it again. And there's some of his stuff is kind of like cheesy, but then the effects are. It was Netflix's to me. That was Netflix's first big movies. It was Will Smith. Yeah. You're like you Netflix got Will. That's when I knew that they were turning over a new leaf. If you can afford Will, like Smith, Will Smith, yeah, they have money because now. now they're doing Don't Look Up, fucking Leo. 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 That's crazy. They already had Delroy Lindo fucking uh And even with directors, like they had Spike Lee doing I they had Irishman of Scorsese 
They had uh, even they some had, of the rice that they buy to stuff too. Yeah, even Cohen Brothers, fucking Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Netflix original. Like they got, they have, they're really trying to get people to you know do some Netflix originals. Mm-hmm. And um, but even though um, the Cohen Brothers never like to talk about it, but they they just don't like the fact that uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs is shot on digital camera, and they're like they hate that. Yeah, the Netflix is probably like. We're not paying for that. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> they were like, this is Netflix digital streaming service. Yeah, yeah. So you either take this or you don't get shit. I want to say that's their only movie shot on digital camera. But it looks great. It looks amazing, yeah. And another uh, movie that's a Western. You know, have you heard of the Sisters Brothers with Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley? Also Jake Gyllenhaal and Riz Ahmed. Like, great fucking. Say the name again? The movie? Uh, the Sisters Brothers. No, I never heard of it. It's where John C. Riley and Joaquin Phoenix are brothers. It's a remake of an old western, but it's kind of, it was just one of those disappointing ones. It's shot on digital. Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code. Oh, fucking. The Da Vinci Code is pretty good. Rush is fucking great. Great. We watched that together, didn't we? At your dad's house? I want to say we did. I came. It was a holiday. We were watching it together. Yeah. That's really what got me into F1. Yeah. That's what got me. I follow him on Instagram. R.I.P. Nicky Lauda. He died two years ago. I just want to say that. Ransom? Oh, fuck. We had that on DVD. Backdraft? Oh, shit. That movie, when that movie came out in the 90s, I think that made everybody want to be a firefighter. That's the Howie Long one? Is it Howie Long? Fuck, I just hit my... Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Which one's the Howie Long one? Oh, that's back. That's back. Fucking great. Isn't that movie fucking good? Which one's the Howie Long one, where he's in the fire? I don't think he's a firefighter, to be honest. I just think there's a fire in the movie, to be honest. Right, and I'm mm. like Howie Long. Look up Howie Long. He's definitely in a. I don't Ron Howard movie. I don't think he's. I don't even think it's Ron Howard, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I just know how he longs in the movie with the with fire. fire. Right. That's <laughs> a, we went from, oh, he's in that movie to, I actually don't know. Oh, there he is up top. How he longs. Firestorm. Firestorm. Let's go. I'm not he is a lie. firefighter. I was really hoping that you weren't talking about the how he long I thought you were talking about, but you were. You're talking about the football player, how he long. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about somebody else. No, no, definitely how he long. <laughs> oh, the shit. guy. They were just talking about him on the pod or somebody's pod. They were like, his gen- oh, it was the new two bears. They were like, his genetics oh, yeah. are amazing. Yeah, he has like three sons. Yeah, because he looks, he still looks good at his age. Well, like, he looks amazing. He's like 70. No, he's not 70. He's, he's born like in 1960. He's like 64, 65. But, I think uh, he's 65. We were supposed to end. We, we were yeah. planning on ending this we like 15 minutes ago. But uh, yeah, next week, GDT. Yes. We're, we're about to go on a binge. I'm about to go on a binge of all his movies. But uh, yeah, tune right, in next go. week. Yeah, I got a PN. Also, the licorice pizza review is coming too. Yes, sure. All right, so that's episode 36. <laughs>